It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. What is up, y'all? Welcome to the best bits. I'm Morgan, and I got my guy Raymundo hanging out with me. Yeah. <laughs> If you haven't listened to this podcast before, what I do is break down some of the segments from the Bobby Bones show this week and talk about, you know, the highlights, maybe things you missed, maybe the best parts that you missed. I don't know. But my favorite part is when I bring somebody on and we talk about life and love and therapy and all the things. Excuse me? That's a lot. <laughs> I knew you were going to say You just like that. throw it in there? Love. I do. Listen, I just kind of keep rolling and whatever happens, happens. Jeez. I don't know if I want to talk about all that stuff. I mean, you never know what we talk about on this podcast. You're like, Ray, I want to talk about love, life, your soft underbelly, all the <laughs> saddest things you've done in your life. Now, uh. soft underbelly. I definitely want to get back to that one. <laughs> <laughs> but we're just going to get started. So... Ray and I can catch up because I need to hear all about Vegas. We need some life updates. You know, all that good stuff. What do you say, Ray? Yeah. All right. So fun having Walker Hayes on the show this week. You know, he's been living in Nashville for 17 years, but in the past year, things have blown up for him. And he released a new album this week. So we got to catch up with him and hear all the things, especially about new music, about how his family handles fame. I mean, all the good stuff. So right now you guys can hear that interview with Walker. And I'm telling you, if you missed it, Go watch that video at bobbybones.com because Walker's just a great dude. Number seven, the Friday morning conversation with Walker Hayes. He's walking down the hall right now. Uh, tough loss when Alabama lost. That's his team. So we're going we're gonna to be very gentle with him. Although it's it's like a mixture because, hey, Walker, come on in, buddy. No, sit over here. I was talking about today, your, your record's out. So that's good. But if my team had lost, it would be bad. I went Alabama yeah. for you. Where are you on that? I'm okay now. Was it, was it rough for <laughs> yeah, a minute? Yeah, it hurt. I, but, but, <laughs> yeah. You, but Alabama wins all the time. It's got to be different. We did. We did. And I was, you know, the SEC championship was awesome. I mean, I enjoyed that a lot, and it was good to, be, to beat the dogs. But, yeah, it kind of hurt. Well, it's good to see you again. Good to see y'all. I <laughs> was thinking about you yesterday. I was in the dentist chair. I had broken a tooth, and I had to go in. And, you know, you and I talk rather frequently in one way or the other. And I was like, what do I talk to Walker about that we haven't talked about 10 times before? Uh But I was just starting to get laughing gas at the same time that I'm having these thoughts about myself. And laughing gas for me is the only time where I really go into full relaxation mode. Okay. It's the only thing that does it for me where I start to have thoughts that I normally wouldn't have. And the only thing that kept coming to me was I should really talk to him about the difference in being famous versus not being famous. Okay. Because you've had... I had no idea where this no, was, you, <laughs> was going. You've had quite the, yeah. like the change yeah. from being a guy that had a different kind of sound, that was just trying to make his way in a format, to in a year, like you're now famous. Mm-hmm. So what's been the biggest change in your life? Uh, as far as fame... You know, is concerned. It's the the rec the recognition. You know, every, everywhere we go, like if we go to Chick Fil A, everybody wants to meet us and 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 get a picture with like the whole fam. You know, and uh, and I love it. Everybody's so nice, but that was a huge. I mean, that happened overnight. You know, um, and I got neighbors now, you know, who want autographs, but I've been seeing them, you know, for a couple <laughs> years. I'm like, I'm the same, I'm the same dude, but, um, you know, man, you know, you, you know my story through and through. And, and so it, while that is a, a adjustment, 
um, I'm so grateful because those those people buy music, you know, and they sing along and they learn the dances with their kids, and and that's 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 all I, I wanted to happen. For those that are just turning us on, let me play a clip of Walker. This is Fancy Like. This is the song that changed his life here uh-huh. that you probably heard uh, over and over again. We fancy like Applebee's on a date night. Got to stay with the this is a song, too, that you know we've played so much. You've, I've heard so much. And I'm like, okay, I've heard this song 10,000 times. Mm-hmm. And I start to be like, all right, I'm a little fatigued of it. But then it comes on, and I'm not paying attention to it. And I find myself singing along, so I'm Dancing. really not fatigued to it. Yeah. You know, it's one of those. And oddly enough, y'all, I'll turn on Instagram and I'll see somebody go, you know, where's the song been my whole life? You know, and they just found it like today. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know how you're just hearing this for the first time. But yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. I, you know, my kids will turn it on and I'm like, ah, no, not today, you know. But then the chorus comes and I'm, I'm getting thing. into it. Yeah. I'm like, I work. At radio station, so I hear the song all the time. I'm good. I'm not hearing any songs. Right. And then it comes on, and I find myself fancy like Applebee's. I'm like, gosh, I can't stop. Singing along. You you mentioned your kids, and people want to take pictures. Are you weird when people go, "Hey, I want a picture with your kid"? Because Amy has struggled with that with people going, "Hey, can oh, I, really? yeah, can I get your kid in a picture?" Yeah, has that been a thing? No, you know, a couple times, um, maybe it'll it'll be it'll be weird, you know. If that person is just weird, you know, but uh, <laughs> it's all about just if the person yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, but you know, I, I I don't I don't mind. You you know, I know they recognize Leela especially. You know, she's she's the one most people are like, hey, can I get a picture with her? And she like, you know, she gets all giddy. And, right. Well, and she's old enough to like she can. Oh Or yeah. you let your kids like if for whatever reason that day they're like, I really don't want to take yeah. a picture. You're not gonna like make them pick up. Right. And if somebody's like, hey, I want a picture with Everly, I'm like, I don't know, man. You know, because Everly's that's different. Old? She's six. Yeah, yeah that's, pro- like, wow, that's probably, <laughs> can I only get a picture with Everly? Yeah. That's probably like, yeah, yeah that's eh, weird. let's hold probably off. Not. Uh, Walker's got a record out today. It is 13 songs. It's uh, country stuff, the album. I did want to play because we know the song, but I feel like, you know, you, you upgraded a little bit. Uh, this song is Craig, but with Mercy ah, Me. Ah, you won't do it. Come well, on. I, well, I'm going to oh, so play some of it right now. Here you go. Here you go. Oh. I still ain't figured out church yet, but Craig, I get it. So now he can't. So it's a song that you've put out before about yeah. Craig, a guy who changed your life, who gave yeah. you a, a minivan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Craig, Craig just, um, him and his family just loved on my family when we were really not that lovable, uh, especially me. I was an alcoholic. And um, when I wrote that song to thank him, you know, for the van, I didn't believe in Jesus. And um, I thought I was pretty clever and didn't say the name of Jesus in the song, Craig. And uh, a lot has changed since then. And I I now know Jesus and we're next door neighbors. And so um, I met Bart from Mercy Me and he said, man, not enough people in the world have heard this song. And I said, put your money where your mouth is. Let, let's do it together. And that was <laughs> Did actually, you really say, put your money where your mouth is? That'd no. Been, been I, baller said, if you I, said, yeah. I said, what do you think about redoing it? And this was before Fancy Like. And he was like, let's go. Let's do it. So, And then when Fancy Like popped off, he called me and was like, hey, you want to do that, right? And uh, I was like, let's go. So, dude, it's a completely different experience now. And Best to me, best song on the album by far. We played Fancy Like just a second ago. 
Uh, I'm assuming you play this last at your shows. Yeah, if I if I play it earlier, everybody will leave. <laughs> you can do it twice. You can do yeah. it once at the beginning, once at the end. I could, yeah. But I, we we were actually talking about that. We were rehearsing for tour, and I was like, "What if I just refused, you know, to play this song? You know, so many kids and dads would be mad." But yeah, we we play it last. When that song was just starting to hit and and become viral, mm-hmm. Lunchbox was talking about how he's one of the top. 25 most famous people in Nashville. Have you heard him say this at all? I've, I've heard it. I've yeah. heard him tout. And you still feel like this? Still believe it. Now, you, for some reason, called out Walker specifically. Don't know why. Uh, he's just not top 25. Uh, you, you, uh, you asked me, like, oh, what about Walker A's? And I was like, way more famous. Do you still feel, after Walker having not only like the biggest song in country, but one of the biggest pop songs, too, of the year, that you're still more famous in Nashville than he is? Yes. Just because he has one song, like you always say, just one song doesn't make you famous. Doesn't like people know that song, but they don't know him. Mm. That's the thing. Like I understand he had one song. Maybe if he has three, four, five, you know, then he can maybe get up there. But a one-hit wonder, you know, people don't know who that is. <laughs> but I, but I wouldn't say one-hit wonder. Uh, beautiful. What was it? What was the? Because you've had a couple songs. Well, yeah, you broke up with me. You broke yeah. up with me. Yeah, you, maybe, maybe top, it's a top hit. ten song, know. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'll say this: Walker, in the past six months, has been on uh, New Year's Eve. Okay, right? You did that national show, <laughs> he's The Voice. Ready to argue yeah, it. yeah. Uh, he he's done the late night shows. I think he did Fallon. Yeah, yeah, I did, did Fallon. Fallon. Okay, yeah. so I'm just saying his face is out there. Okay, but like, okay, simple numbers alone. If you were to even just go to Instagram or and TikTok look at, and look at the views, okay, TikTok for sure. Because yeah. like, but okay, but Instagram Lunchbox is active on. Yeah, I don't really and, TikTok. Yeah, you, you do. And so, liar. like that alone. I mean, Walker, how much has your Instagram changed in the last year? It's insanity. I mean, I, I think we had like two hundred thousand. Before fancy like right, and so, now you're what like yeah. almost to a million, and lunchbox yeah. is sitting pretty at three hundred and ten thousand. But I mean that <laughs> yeah. alone, like he, that's he already has. I mean, that that's really great. good, but the the numbers. That's why like are a, you sticking up for him? He's coming after you. Yeah. I don't know. No, no, it's nothing. It's Walker. It's yeah. nothing personal. It's just facts. So if you guys both walked into but, a Texas Roadhouse. People would recognize me. Okay, not a chance. Not a chance. Yeah, no, please, I do think this. people might recognize you a little bit, but I, I think, and I would not subject Walker to this anymore because he's above this. Right. No, Too no. Bad. Look, look at Walker. He's wearing a camo jacket. He looks like just someone that got off the the deer blind. That's what he looks you, like. You did get well, mistaken first of all, for like a, a deer stand person. and a duck blind or <laughs> different things. Where, where do you look yeah. like you just came from? I walk in and say hello. They're gonna be like, "Whoa, what up, lunchbox?" They, him, he would have to go in there and be like, "Hey, I'm fancy like." He would have to start singing, and they'd be like, "Oh, okay, you're that then guy that had that would, song." Then they would know. Then they yeah. might get it. Okay, so okay. you're standing by this. Yes, you're sticking in. Okay, I just wanted to see if he, if his position would change since you were here. Got you. And it has. I mean, not. nice guy. Hey, respect. But not top twenty-five. I respect that. <laughs> but you are top twenty-five. Yes. Is there a chance though he's top twenty-five though, just not ranked more than you? No. Oh, not so even, he's not I'm even. not even top 25 no. still. Wow. No. He's what's still got gonna, a little way to go. What's it going to take? I, I don't know. I mean, he just has to get there. Another can, song, another dance. Another, another <laughs> song, another dance, another viral hit. I mean, yeah. Fancy Like was, what, six months ago? People forgot about it. Oh, oh wow. wow. <laughs> like you okay. always say, you come and go. Those songs, they come and go. People, you got to have the next one. That's the, that's the pressure on musicians. They have a great hit. And it's like, all right, where's your next one? He's letting you know the pressure of musicians in case you didn't know <laughs> yeah, Walker. Yeah, because yeah, he knows. Like you haven't been in this town writing songs for right. the last 15 years or so. No. Okay, Lunchbox, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, how long have you been in Nashville? Uh, 17 years. 17. Wow. And did you 
ever get to a point where you go, you know what? I think I'm destined to be a songwriter and maybe I'm not going to be the artist that I thought I could have been when I moved to town. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Um, and, but, but, but I mean, you know, I asked any writer in town, I mean, that's a, that's a far fetched dream in itself. You know I mean? It's hard to get outside, outside cuts. It's hard to get artists to cut your songs, but you, there was a point where that was, that was our only hope. You know, we, we, we just really hoped that would happen. Uh, I saw on Instagram you got a flat and you changed the tire in nine minutes. Yeah, buddy. That 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 almost seems like pit crew speed. It's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. So where'd you get the flat? Uh, where were we? I don't remember. In town, you just pulled over and, and no, no, no. This was we flew in somewhere for a radio show, and we were running late. We had an hour to get from the airport to the venue, and our rental car had a flat. And I was like, "Watch me work." And I did it. Yeah, they have a a, a full spare. Or yeah, they had a they a had donut. a real. Uh, it was a big donut. Yeah, in the back. Yeah, that you know came down from the the van. We had to figure all that out. But are you yeah. pretty good with cars in general? No. Oh, you're not. No, not at all. I mean, I I, I learned to like change light bulbs and stuff on our our old Honda. But I love a flat tire, man. That's a great challenge. You love a flat. tire? I don't love you're... having a flat tire, but I enjoy changing it. Um. Yeah, it's I'm, a moment to be manly, you know? I'd like to ask you a deeply personal question, if you're okay with that. From the flat to, to just deep? Let's go. Yeah, I, I, I warmed you up with the flat. Oh, okay. Because, you know, with that, there's some adversity, and, you know, you had to, yeah. you, you conquered it. But the, the deepest, most personal question I could ask, um, you're a grocery bill. You have six kids. Yeah. I got to imagine that's pretty steep. It's insane. For eight human beings. Yeah. Like, what are the staples at the grocery store? Do you just go buy, like, I'll just take up all the meat? Yeah. Is there, like, meat day? Like, what, do you, what uh, are we doing here? We do a lot of that rotisserie chicken. <laughs> um, that's helpful. We do tons of cereal. Um, we do, like, six gallons of milk a mm. week. Um, I, when we, meet, we, when we make uh, French toast. It's like 20 eggs. <laughs> um, I mean, it's, it is, you know, and my, my son's, you know, my oldest son is 14 and homeboy, y'all, it's like, it's four peanut butter sandwiches right before he goes to bed every night. I'm talking four, about like half sandwiches? a loaf of, br- of bread and half a thing of Jif. <laughs> and then he'll just go to bed, you know, and then when he wakes up, he's ready to go again. It's insane. Was that you though? Oh yeah, yeah. As a, as a, I mean, as a teenager, I mean, I could just tank pizzas and, you know, yeah, I could eat a lot. I want to play a couple clips here. This is still eat Life with You. This is uh, from Walker's oh, yeah. new album, Country Stuff. The album here is Life with You. Girl, I'ma tell you right now. I never knew that I was lonely till you loved. Didn't believe in all that one and only stuff. Only thing that my heart could commit to was my commitment issues. So that song's for your wife, obviously. Yeah, baby. Thanks for playing that. <laughs> Which Let's song go. did she say? Because I don't think she her... loves. She said "Life with You." That's her favorite. Yeah, she okay. loves that song. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's just you know we we dated in high school and uh, old slow ride down old shell road. So you guys dated in high school? Yeah. And got married after how long? Oh, so we dated when when I was a junior, and then we didn't get married till after college. 
So you dated had for six years? A lot of years, yeah, six, seven years. And uh, we had a tough year, you know, right after um, right after college. We, we, took, we had like a 10-month break, took a, took a hiatus, and then um, met back up at a friend's wedding, hooked it back up, and got engaged. What's been the key to a successful marriage? Oh, my Lord. Uh, <laughs> just a lot of forgiveness and a lot of mercy. And um, and having kids is fun too, you know. Having kids or mate, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, making kids is it's helpful to me in a marriage, you yeah. know. Um, but yeah, man, I, I I'm not I'm not the marital advice guy. I mean, we, we're we're blessed. We we we've, we've had some tough times, and we've we we've, we've had a lot of good times, and we're still together. One of my favorite songwriters and one of my favorite singers uh, is Lori McKenna. Oh, who, anytime she's in town, we have her on the show. Yeah. And this is Briefcase featuring Lori McKenna, and you two wrote this song together, too. Yeah. Yeah. Here you go. Here's a clip. Now I sound like him, and I look like him, and I walk like him, and I talk like him, and I try to make my wife laugh when she's mad, because I love my job like him. Now I get it, that It's a juggling act between feeding the kids and feeding the dreams we chase. I guess it gets on. Doesn't fall too far from the briefcase. An emotional song right there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, talk to me about writing that song, and I would imagine you go into some pretty emotional, deep places while writing it. Yeah, yeah. Lori McKenna, I mean, you, you know, she, she just kind of brings that out when you write with her. She's such an honest, authentic person. And uh, my dad was sick when, when we wrote wrote that he was on my mind and I was traveling back and forth from Mobile a lot um to to hang with him in hospice and uh we were just talking about dads and you know we were being very honest you know I was being really honest about how I resented my dad growing up I wasn't that great of a kid and and didn't have a lot of respect for him but as I grew older um and had kids of my own I gosh I just began to understand him more and more and uh, I was able to forgive him for some things and vice versa. And we said, I love you out loud many times before he died. And he got to hear that song. He, he didn't know who I was, you know, when I played it for him. But he, but he said, that's a pretty song. And um, and so, yeah, man, Lori, it, we, we had a magical day um, writing that song. It was very therapeutic. Walker Hayes is with us. His record is out. Uh, it's, you know, 13 songs. Uh, it's not, he's not the fancy, and not only the fancy light guy. Like, you're a deep, deep guy. Like, you, you write with, uh, you know, a lot of feeling that you can feel, like, as the listener. You know, sometimes, our, you know, songwriters write songs, and they put a lot of heart into it, but you don't really feel it back from them. Uh, with your songs, I, I get that a lot. I think that's what drew me to you before I even knew you, was, you know, how vulnerable and, the, you know, kind of the, the feelings from yourself that you put into songs. Well, thanks for saying that. I, I, I um... You know, I think vulnerability is kind of one of my coping mechanisms. I enjoy just kind of telling you right off the bat uh, what I'm not good at and and what I'm okay at, and then that way we can just move on, and I don't got to pretend anymore. What are you, uh, final question? What yeah. are you doing uh, to, what, what, to, to keep your abs as as sharp as they are? Because I, <sighs> I commented on your Instagram. I, I mean, I saw you, and I recognize a lot of hard work going there. <laughs> What's happening here? <laughs> Um, a lot man, of, a lot of sit-ups, a lot of lettuce. What's going on? A lot of lettuce, not a lot of lettuce. Um, man, I just I love to work out. 
I love the the gym is a I, I look forward to that time you know every day uh, I listen to music I write songs text myself um, and I just I like that hour of each day and I do my share of uh, flutter kicks no you no know. sugar just bicycles uh, no I eat sugar I mean I eat I I, I love food bro. I mean, I eat it all. There's, I'm, I don't, I'm not on a, like a diet or anything, and I hate vegetables. And I, I, I like. This I, is not I good for them. other people to hear because I think <laughs> I don't like them. Uh, it just, this is just Walker's body, Bobby. I think so. I think yeah. you know he works hard for it, and he's also been been blessed with a little bit of genetic. Well, I'm tall. Yeah, you know, uh, lucky you. <laughs> How tall are you? Six two. I'm six three. Oh, I just insulted you. No, you Dang. didn't. I, I'm, not, I'm not having a, a height contest. Are you 6'3", shoes Lunchbox off? Lunchbox can win that, too. Huh? Shoes off? Uh, I think so. You, we, 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 we no, should I'm measure. good. Keep shoes yeah. on. I mean, no, I'm, I, I'm close to 6'1", so. With, Bobby gives himself his shoe height. <laughs> oh, so is your 6'1", with shoes? With, with the right shoes. Okay. Not even all shoes, if well, I'm being you, honest. Most of your life, you're wearing shoes. So. Right. Most of my life. You're 6'1". I'm 6'1", yeah. yes. All right, Country Stuff, the album from Walker Hayes, out today. Stream the crap out of it. I would say download it, but do people still do iTunes? They do. I guess some. They yeah, do. But whatever, consume it. Buy the CD. Go get Does it. Does that still happen? The, yeah. Do people um, still do yeah, CDs? Yeah, people do still want a CD. All right, there he so is. Some people want vinyl now, if I get vinyl. Now, that I understand. I like vinyl. Yeah? Because that's old. You have a record player? Yeah, I got a couple. I don't do that yet. Where do you get a record player? From the store. Walmart even has them. Yeah, anyway. Has yeah. a record player? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Target. With a needle? Yeah. Urban Outfitters? Wow. You can go like Forever Twenty One and get like a black one. Yeah, like with like ch- chains. That's on so <laughs> weird, man. Bringing it back. That All right, Walker crazy. Hayes. Uh, also, the, the the most I was going to promote the tour, but most of the dates are selling out. Yeah. Do you even need promotion for the tour? Yeah, I mean, I think there's a couple more dates. The Fancy Like Tour. Go to WalkerHayes.com. He promises he will play Fancy Like probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just keep him wondering. Keep him wondering. All right, Walker Hayes, everybody. Good to talk to you, buddy. Woo-hoo. There he is, Walker Hayes. Bye, everybody. Walker. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. On the show this week, there was a pretty intense conversation about parenthood where Bobby, you know, admits some things and how he feels about having kids. And no, they're not pregnant yet. But, you know, that was a conversation of topic this week on the show. Now, Ray. We need to get into a little conversation here with you. Mm-hmm. You and Bay have been married for a little bit. You know, you've been telling us about the eggs you guys have saved. Correct. Yes, we pay $500 every year to have them stored at Vanderbilt Clinic. Now, is this the year that maybe they are coming out of storage, or what are you guys feeling? It is definitely not. <laughs> we're, we're, we're not having kids. Bayser wanted to wait till that five-year mark of being cancer-free, and I really just don't think we're ready. We live in an apartment. Uh, and we have a cat, so we, we've got to get the house first, I think, logistically. I mean, not to, like, let that get in the way of things, but I just, I just, we also, we need to wait. So she was cancer-free in 2018, most likely 2023. We have 23 eggs. My favorite number's 23. And, and 23 would be year five, correct? And, and Sam Hunt came out with a song, 23. <laughs> They're and all yeah. just adding up here. <laughs> and it would be, uh, yes, year five. Okay, and, and what to do with the cat and, and having a baby? You know cats and babies can get along, right? Well, my wife wanted to get a dog, and I said, we're about to be outnumbered by animals. We do have a two-bedroom apartment, but it gets cramped. So I said no to the dog, a kid... Uh, my sister come and stay sometimes. One time my cousin came and stayed. It gets tight. 
It, it's a place just for me and Bazer right now. So what I'm getting the sense, Ray, is that like it took you how long to propose? Oh, boy. Seven years because I believe it was my hashtag at the wedding. Maybe it was six years. Six years <laughs> Slater because my last name's Slater. I'm sensing a vibe with you of waiting a really long time until you make a really big commitment. Come on. It's, I believe, honestly, my, my train of thought on it is a lot of people do what their friends around them are doing. And Bones doesn't have a kid yet. Oh, so because Bones doesn't have a kid, you're fine. <laughs> like, that's what you're basing this off of right now, your own life? I mean, also, Billy, me and Billy almost kind of follow in the same life pattern. We we got engaged. They got, en- they got engaged first. Then we got engaged. The marriages both happened. They don't have kids yet. Maybe, I mean, that's maybe just kind of the way we're going, too. So, but you're not, you're not saying that you're making decisions based off of your friends. You're just saying it kind of happens that way. Correct. I just believe what people are around that ends up being kind of just how they end up living their life. Like, obviously there's tons of studies that say your friends determine your future. And we, we love, we love our, my friends to go out. I mean, I mean, so if, if Billy was settled down with a kid, I'd be like, man, maybe I need to do that too. <laughs> Instead of running up and down Broadway, chasing those Broadway girls. It's a well, song. That's I, a song. I was going to say, you're definitely not chasing it's Broadway a song. girls. <laughs> Morgan, little Dirk. I know you're jamming to that song. Can we play clips on this or no? Yeah, you can play a clip. I mean, Where's I think that? it's similar. To I met her down at Athens. She said that she saw me walking in about a mile away. Bean just had to take a phone and I just took a smile away. She said I'm too drunk and crazy. She don't like the way I dance. I said you don't have to join this. She said she'd take a chance. Oh, okay, that's so good. That's so, it's so good. You know what's crazy about that song, too, is it blew up on TikTok and then they finally decided to record it. Is that what, how it went down? See, yeah. I didn't know that real backstory. I know, because you're not on TikTok, right? <laughs> but I yeah. Wanna, I want to know, is TikTok going to die? Should I get on it? I think you should get on it. All I don't right. think it's going anywhere anytime soon. Deal. I, at least I, the vibes that I get, everybody loves TikTok. Cool. Um, okay, so that's the update on the kids situation. But I mean, Ray, if you do have kids, you know, say this this all works out, are you still going to be like partying it up when you have the kids? Or are you going to be like the cool parent? What do you feel like you're going to be like as a dad? I feel like you can do it all. I, I have uh, people that I follow in my life and I mean, they have families. I mean, they can, you can still have drinks on the weekends. You don't have to shut it down and be no fun. Oh, I'm dad bod. No, I mean, you can still be in shape. Oh, sorry, sorry. I can't have a margarita on a Thursday. What? Like, yes, you can. <laughs> I mean, you can still live your normal life. You do have some more responsibilities, but just like when you get out of high school and you go to college, boom, more responsibilities, but you're still fun. It's like, oh, my gosh, I'm done having fun. I'm going to college. No, you figure <laughs> out a way to have fun in college and study. You know, and then like, oh my gosh, I'm married. I can never talk to a woman again. Hell no. Still talk to women all the time. Uh, my wife is very close by, and it's not like I'm hitting on them. Talk to <laughs> women all the time. I yeah. love, I love at this phase in your life that you'll start saying something, and you're kind of like, oh wait, I, I didn't say that correctly. I need to fix that a little bit. <laughs> you got to kind of fix it up a little bit. Yeah, you got to do PR with myself. <laughs> but no, yeah, you can still, you can still drink. I mean, can you wake up on a park bench? The next morning on Broadway, like I've done before? No, because you have kids to get home to. And I mean, that would be brutal. Now, Ray, are you going to be bringing your baby to a bar? And if you don't know that reference. That's uh, that's uh, Sweet Home Alabama. Yes. Are you going to be bringing your baby to a bar? I have seen people that can pull it off at these outdoor house bars where you can bring a child. Maybe not an infant. It just got born into the world. But you can bring kids. They make them now. 
You can go have fun. Have a couple drinks. You're with your kid. You don't just have to shut it down forever. But I'm going to make sure we, we hold tight to this audio. So when you do have kids, if you're, if you're being lame and you're not doing anything, I'm going to be like, Ray, hey, remember this moment. Well, my wife did say she's like, jello shots for the get-togethers this weekend. And I'm like, man, are we at that point where we can <laughs> still do jello shots? Or do we maybe need to shut that down? That, that's I mean, up in the air. Ray, I don't feel like at any age you can do jello shots. All right. Jello it, shots are probably like the easiest one to do. It's such a frat daddy thing. But yes, they're, they're fun and great. But let's be real. We sucked those down in college on frat row. <laughs> okay. If you, you know how you like make them adult version? You how? put them in syringes. Let's go. So uh, there was like a bar at when I was in college in, Man- in Manhattan that they had these syringes. It was fake Patty's Day, and they put all the Jello shots in syringes. I was like, that's like an adult version of the Jello shots that we make. So if you want to like step it up, because Jello shots you can kind of make. Hey, you can make glitter. You can make different colors. Mm-hmm. You can add like uh, specialty vodkas, so you're not like you know drinking Burnett's or whatever. Correct. <laughs> so I think you can adult version. The Jello shots and get your vaccine all in one <laughs> yeah, with basically. the syringe. Yeah. I mean, it's just an idea. You want to step it up and not feel like you're back in college. You know? I, li- I like that. Yeah, I think you can. You you know what? If I see an 85 year old taking a Jello shot, I'm gonna just be like, "That's my girl." <laughs> I'm living for it. Hey, you got le- one life to live. You live it any way you want to. But when I it's know. all said and done, like don't don't be kicking yourself. I know I'm not gonna be kicking myself. So what's the Jello shots for? What are you guys doing this weekend, Matt? You're I just didn't. Jello shots. I didn't know when this aired, so we got the Titans football game, and we're doing a little house party action. Oh, and yes. so my wife loves doing food that's themed, loves doing, and then she integrated the Jello shots, and so I think I'm pretty sure the group they emphasized it, so that means that that they liked what she said. So I believe Jello shots are a go. Okay, well tell her syringes. You can make them blue, Titans themed. Put some sparkles in there. You're good to go. I, th- I think she's on the exact same train of thought as you on that. Oh, one. I know. We, Laura and I are very similar in a lot of ways. So yes, I love it. That's gonna be fun. And you guys are a big Titans family, aren't you? We we are. She's a Nashville uh, native. We went to a couple games this year. Usually we try to squeeze in some. She gets tickets from her dad. So I mean, that 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 seems like a, we're fans. I mean, I'm not just jumping on a bandwagon. <laughs> So why aren't you guys going to this game? Does are the tickets not there for playoff games? They're not. They uh, pretty high demand. The people that we get them from, but also uh, let's be real. It's it's not called Nissan Stadium. Bad boy, this weekend's gonna be Omnicron Stadium. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, playoffs are about to bring a lot of things happening across the country. And, and I believe there's a hockey game that same night. So Broadway too. Yeah, watch out for the, those Broadway, Broadway girls. girls. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's true. Have you been down to Broadway recently? I have, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you- we uh over Christmas break, we were gonna jump to some cities. We threw around Gatlinburg, Asheville, Tunica. We didn't go to any of them. <laughs> we just wanted to veg out and not move because kind of there was a spike in the Omicron. Yeah. So that's why we didn't do it. But uh Broadway, we did a staycation, stayed at Drury, where it had the hot tub, and we loved it. I mean, we did it. I actually, I mean, we were kind of on the, like a block away from Broadway. It's not like we were just boom in yeah. Broadway. We were like a Mexican spot, a block from Broadway, uh, fifth and B kind of a block from where it gets hot and heavy Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Now, did you guys just veg out in the hotel the whole time or did you hit Broadway? We, uh, I mean, fifth and B, we, we, we went there. We, I believe we jumped real quick to maybe whiskey row, and, but then we're out. It, it was just like, 
it was almost like people left here for Christmas time. So it's oh, kind of yeah. dead. And I believe there was winter stormish stuff happening. So yeah, we had a hot tub at Drury. We didn't really want to leave that spot. We'd go, we'd go eat. We went to, I believe that's when Brett Eldridge fell into that. That might've been around November, but yeah, we were, uh, we definitely, we hit a couple bars, but it's not, it's probably nothing like you do with your girls. Oh no, not anymore. Ray. I do not go down to Broadway since my birthday and all that crap okay. went down. <laughs> okay. I ain't trying, I ain't trying to experience that in my life again. All right. <laughs> I've been going to some more local bars, which I refuse to give away because at this point I'm starting to see bachelorette parties and stuff filtered into all the local bars. And I'm like, oh my gosh, but like, I thought we had gotten away from it a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. not have to deal with the high drink prices and super chill and now I'm just giving away all my secrets, so I refuse. Yeah, you keep doing these little tidbits and Instagram videos. I mean, people are going to know now, and all these other spots are packed. I try and only do the ones that are already packed, you know, the ones that <laughs> people know about. But, it, you know, on that topic, though, I think I've been hit up so many times in the DM this week. A lot of people are planning a trip to Nashville. So, without giving away our super local spots, Ray, do yes. you have any... Uh, Pro Nashville tips for anybody? Well, I mean, this is I'm fresh on this one, so I kind of did a little investigating, and the only outdoor hot tub downtown at a hotel is the Drury. So great place to stay because you're also you can walk to Broadway, right? All these hotels down there are walkable. This one's easily, but yeah, it, it's a huge hot tub, and I mean, it, they got that thing pumping from I believe it opens maybe eight. And you can bring drinks down there. They don't care if you bring a cooler. It's an adult hot tub. The kids then can go in the. It's a heated pool. So I'm talking go winter, go summer, go whenever, but you can rock it right now. Oh, sweet. And I a dis- great spot to stay. I discovered it when we were at the Omni and we were out. What were we doing at Omni? We were on the rooftop or we were in our room at the Omni. And I go, what is that hotel? <laughs> and why are there people in the outdoor pool? And I like did the little hand binoculars and I go, <laughs> that's not a pool. That's a hot tub. Did some investigating for sure. A hot tub. And, and now you've time. stayed in it and you loved it. Yeah. Oh, I was down there. I logged eight hours a day. Bay would come down a little bit. She rocked the bikini and then she'd go up in the room, watch ID channel. She goes, it's my vacay too. I'm just going to chill. Cause we had a pretty big hotel room. They yeah. upgraded us randomly. So I'm like, all right, I'll just be at the hot tub. So, I mean, I brought beers down to the hot tub. I'm talking to random people. So basically a- you were pruning yourself is what you were doing. Yes. <laughs> so fun. So and in my mind now, I just went back to that spot and it was Dang, I might even need to book a room tonight. I better get on it. I mean, there we go. That's the that's the <laughs> place to be, according to Ray. So if you need somewhere to stay, stay at the Drury Hotel. Yeah, good good yeah. luck with it. But yeah, it's Drury. <laughs> now, okay, uh, a place to eat. One place that I have that I love has great margaritas and sweet corn empanadas is Butcher Town Hall. Great wow, spot. Wow, that's a foodie spot. Oh my gosh. I didn't think I would like it because it has a lot of foodie things. And as a vegetarian, I'm very simple, right? Like Mm -hmm. I hate, there's nothing I hate more than looking at a restaurant menu and it's super small and there's like 10 items. And I'm like, what am I going to do with that? Like, give me, give me the cheesecake factory menu where I can choose 80 different things. The book, you know, all, all of it, but butcher town hall. If you come in town, they have great margaritas. You'll get nice and buzzed Mm -hmm. before a night out. So that's a good spot. You got any restaurants you want to recommend? Fifth and B. We've said it before, but you go in there, you rock, you go to the pizza spot. I believe it's DeSano's and and they put actual, I'm a, I like spicy and especially with my pizza. I like spicy with my women. I like spicy with my pizza. (laughs) You like wanted to say that so bad and then you messed it up. (laughs) Like we're going for it. Dang it. Oh, Try to do some stand-up. Okay. It, it was there. But uh, they'll, they'll put actual almost like habanero peppers on this pizza, and I 
randomly will just get a wild hair and just crave it so bad. It's one of those pizzas you will eat. You like, know there's a DeSanos right by us, right? I don't think they put actual habaneros. You got to go to the 5th and B spot. Yeah, dude, the 5th and B, just the whole food hall, everything. Like If you have like 80 different tastes in your group, food hall is where it's at. Great recommendation. Great way to put it. Caddy Corner from DeSano, so you're eating your little spicy pepper on your pepperoni pizza, <laughs> is a cookie dough factory, and you just go mm-hmm. get a bowl of cookie dough. Oh, yeah, and then what if the kids want cotton candy? That's behind you. It's everything. I think the cotton candy you can spike, too. Like, I think you can make the cotton candy alcoholic. You really can, and Bay actually brought that up, I believe, when we were popping around town, and I, and I was just like, we just can't. I, I'm not doing <laughs> spiked cotton candy. Like, what is going on with my life? If I just want a beer. Just give me a Michelob Ultra. I mean, Ray, it's no different than doing a Jello shot. True. <laughs> it's literally probably in the same vein. You and Bay just need to hang out instead of me. Get me out of the equation. <laughs> because, yeah, she threw it at me, and I'm like, I'm, no, 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 no. Just not, not today. Listen, that's because Bay and I just want to try all the things, okay? True. Like, we just want to experience life and the fun things. The aesthetically pleasing, too, that yes. we put on Instagram. So all of that's a, a good option. But also, um, there was something at Fifth and Broadway I was going to mention. Oh, they have donut distillery the in The Apple Store? No, not the <laughs> Apple Store. They have donut distillery, which is my favorite donuts in town. They're little mini donuts. Mm-hmm. And they are the bomb. Not a donut guy, but on a random hungover Saturday, I may consider that. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you, if you want to go to their like brick and mortar store, they have donuts that you can pair with mimosas or Bloody Marys or beers. Like They do the whole... Sweet thing in there, I'm telling you, those donuts, You, I devour a dozen myself. Love it. Very I, easily. I still got to go to your Mexican spot you recommended. Butchertown? Or? No, it was, uh, you drive on Charlotte. Mm-hmm. It's kind of in the gulch. It's called like. Oh, the tacos. Yes. That yeah, one. the that tacos. Spot. Now I can't remember. We've recommended a few Gantelanas or something like that. Something like that. I don't know. <laughs> tacos. Th- that spot. No, 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 no. Because I saw it when I was going to Publix the other day. I still need to hit up that one. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, there's so many like. Too. I have a bunch on my Nashville highlights, so people will like hit me up. I'm like, y'all, just go to my Nashville highlights because I can't even remember what I've done in the five, six years now that I've lived in Nashville. I couldn't tell you. That a girl. <laughs> no, I'm serious. How do you remember everything and everywhere you've ate? It's like trying to eat and remember everything in New York or San Francisco. Condado. You know? Condado tacos. You're welcome. Yeah, there we go. All right. Well. It's on my list. Yeah, you need to eat there. There's too many restaurants in this town. There is. I mean, if you the, there's something for everyone. Broadway. I mean, Fifth and Broadway has a bunch of cool spots. They also have a good Mexican restaurant in there. So those are some Nashville recommendations. But what I want to leave this on, Ray. Yes. We were talking about babies. We're going to end it on babies. Do you already have any names picked out? If you happen to have kids, not really. Probably to you know see a movie and just go with that. I love the character in it. Oh, I'm about to have a kid. Let's. I I enjoyed that flick. Why not? Why not name a kid name after, it after that? a movie character? <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I'm a big nickname guy. I'm, I'm almost well, trade like I'm almost from the school of thought that uh, it, you have to see the kid first. Okay, Before you're old I, school. Well, I, I yeah, I, maybe we just name it John Doe, Jane Doe until I need to <laughs> get. I'm good at nicknames and stuff like that. I, I'm like the nickname kid, King, sister nickname, nephew, little nephew. All these kids and p- people in my life got nicknames. But yeah, that I believe it'll be a something like that. I gotta feel it out. All Unless right. I get So get basically a, you're gonna name one only to give it a nickname. Yes. Got it. <laughs> I do think a lot of people do that. I have I have one name on my radar that I've had my entire life if I ever choose to have kids. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. It's for a girl. And if anybody on the show takes it, 
I will hurt them because I'm stating it here. Well, I'm definitely listening. Don't take it. You take it, I'm going to be mad because I'm going to still name my child it. Most likely, if I ever if I ever choose that path. But Kingsley. Okay. That's uh, something from Netflix. No. I saw it on a road sign when I was road tripping when I was super young. And it's been like stuck in my brain ever since. I've loved the name. It's like Kingsley. I know Kingsley. Yeah. Kingsley's a good one. I know. It's just in my head, like for a little girl. A lot of great girls named Kingsley. Is there really? I can think of one. I mean, in my it was a girl in college. She was awesome. Oh, dang. Kingsley. Yeah. Well, I like that name. She, maybe you know, maybe I'll end up being like Ray and being super old fashioned. Be like, I have to see the baby. And I'm like, that's not a Kingsley. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like that. Or yeah, I mean, kids aren't even going to be named stuff. It's just going to be like these um, uh, meme or something like that. <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, there's there's eventually we got to move from names. You think what? What do you think we're gonna be? I mean, we have to have identifier. You think we're gonna be like numbers? No, I mean, like these NFTs are going crazy now. People are changing their Twitter profiles with an NFT, like Jake Owen did his NFT. It's like a it's like a computer generated image of himself. Oh, so you're basically saying like in the metaverse, basically those that metaverse or people just go by their screen names. They don't have actual names. That would be interesting. Sorry, could no, you ima- but, sorry, way too deep. No, but could you imagine in 10 years if people are only going by their screen names, like everything is all as one? But we had the Vegas convention, and we said it would have been better if on the name tags people didn't have their names if they had their screen names because we know everybody by their screen names. You're not wrong because even still, like if somebody like somebody may have a name, and I'm like, oh, this is this is your first and last name. And they're like, no, that's just my, my Instagram name. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know anybody's last names anymore. I know. What you're is not yours? wrong. Oh, yeah, nice. My last, no, that's Morgan. Other no, Morgan. Said, oh my gosh. Ray just totally mistaked no, me no, for no. other Morgan. No, 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 I know yours. yours. Yeah, you can say it. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. <laughs> but it's just because I'm Morgan number two on the show. Yes. That my last name became number two. Basically. I was trying to think. I Yeah. But I think you have your, your last name on your Twitter or Instagram or something like I that. I have it somewhere. Yes, yes. Yeah. Or maybe it's your email. When I send you, that's the only reason yes. I know it. Because when I send you an email, I see mm-hmm. it every time. Yep. Because we have to have our first and last name as our emails. That's the reason. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> there you have it, folks. We're going to have screen names as baby names. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. You guys can hear right now Bobby talking about parenthood, you know, and how he feels he's going to be a dad whenever they decide to have kids. Number six. I was reading this list of the most rewarding thing in your life. And before I go to the list, Amy, what's the most rewarding thing in your life? My kids. Eddie? Children. You know, that's the number one thing here, too. It's becoming a parent. Now, I'll give you three was friendships or relationships. Number two was your job, if you love it. And number one is becoming a parent. And I just wonder if I'm missing out. And and listen, listen to me here. Am I missing out by not becoming a parent? Because I will eventually. But I'm 41 years old. I will mm-hmm. not be a parent before I turn 42. My wife is not pregnant yet. So maybe at age 42, I become a dad for the first time. Maybe, maybe at 43. I don't know. But I have two things kind of holding me back here. It has been forever. One, I think I'll be a bad parent because I didn't have good parent role models. My dad left. My mom was in and out. My grandmother adopted me for a while. So what my fear is, I didn't have good models at all and that I'm going to really suck at it. Number two. I have only been doing me for so long and I've been so dedicated to my job because I could control that for the most part. So if I have a kid and I'm bad at at being a parent and it takes away from what I'm good at, I lose in both lanes. Mm. I'm basically running, I'm running negative in two lanes. So 
When I read stories about what's the most rewarding thing being a parent, do people just say this because they have to? No. <laughs> no. I mean, some parents might not say it. I would say for me, especially through the adoption process and this whole journey and things that we've been able to do for our kids, but also that they've been able to do for us. Like being a parent will show you things about yourself that you never realized or bring up wounds about yourself for your your parents, for example. That this is a perfect opportunity where you'll get through some of that stuff and be able to give them the gift of being actually a, a, a parent that went through healing. Eddie, what's your advice here? Well, in your case, like you were going down the list of what makes you think that maybe you won't be a good parent. One, the first one you said about, your, you know, you didn't have a good example of that. I think that's going to make you a better parent. Be- oh, I don't know. It could do one or the other. It could do one or the other. I agree. Well, I, I think that it will because you will learn from, oh, the, that drive of I don't want to be like that. I don't want to do what they did. And then you recognize those things of like, oh, no, no, no. I'm starting to act like my dad or I'm starting to act like my mom. Well, I can't act like my dad unless well, I leave. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying in, in my situation, oh. there are things growing up where I was like, oh, I do not want to raise my kids like this because my dad just did this all wrong. And I have that growing up now. And two on, uh, you know, like just you're older now. Bones, I was a terrible parent when I first when I had my first son. I mean, I didn't know what to do. I was scared. Now that I have four kids and older and I've lived a little bit, know a little more about life. I feel like I've got this down now. So I think you're at the perfect age now to have kids. I think you're going to be a great dad. Hey, Scuba Steve, you and I grew up very yeah. similar. You have two kids now. I think it's a lot of that. You, you've seen all the things not to do. So just do the exact opposite of what your parents did. And that's what I do. And I think also that yearning of wanting to give somebody a life that you didn't have is what really takes over. So for me, I'm, I'm still so, trying to give me the life I didn't have. Yeah, but I think you, you get to a point there where you're out there, but now you want to give that to a child because you didn't have it as a child. So you want to make sure they have a childhood and enjoy life. Do you guys ever think that the world kind of sucks right now? Why would you want to bring somebody new into the world that kind of sucks? Because I think that too. All yeah, the time, yeah, you worry about that. Like, it sucks. Sure. You worry that like, oh man, they're going to have to go through, and it's going to get worse and it's going to get, it's not going to get better. So yeah, you worry about it, but I guess we had that too when we were growing up. Our parents worried about certain things. The only thing that makes me consider that maybe I'm wrong on that is that I think every generation goes, oh, the world kind of sucks right now. But it's getting really sucky now. (laughs) I'm going to have to buy my house in the metaverse. You know, I got to (laughs) buy. It's getting crazy. It's just getting crazy out there. But I did see the most rewarding thing is being a parent. And I think I will be. I'm going to be an older parent. But the one thing that I won't have to freak out about is my parents couldn't afford food sometimes for us. I'm, I'm okay. I've built, a, I've built a good career, you know, but I obviously know that's not the most important. But you guys would all say number one. That's the most rewarding thing. Yes, 100%. Amy, you didn't say it passionately. Amy said, yeah. Oh, <laughs> She's no. still thinking about it. Yeah, I, I mean, no, yes, it is. No, yes. <laughs> Amy, just say yes. I, I answered you then right away, but yeah, now I'm con- I'm thinking about all the things with She's being rethinking a being a parent. <laughs> 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 all right, thank you, guys. It's the best bits of the week. With Morgan number two. Eddie has been coming in hot with all the parenting tips lately. Uh, And I should say parenting tips lightly. Parenting advice or parenting suggestions. I don't really know. But this week he came on the show talking about how he made his kids pay up when they lost something. And it was kind of a big deal. People were not sure how to feel about it. But I would say online that most people agreed with Eddie that it was a good smart move and they learned some life lessons pretty early so you guys can hear that right now number five all right let's go over and talk to eddie eddie Eddie, you have four boys yeah plus you that's five boys Mm -hmm. one wife does she ever just feel outnumbered yes always 
I would imagine that it's kind of gross too with five guys on one. Oh, and we all fart. That's what, yeah, at the that was table, my point. Stuff right. like that. Yeah, like we it's all smell. messy. You all smell. Yes. Is she, did she ever just throw her hands up and be like, "I just need some sort of like woman or girl to hang out with"? She likes to go get her nails done or something once a week just so she can go be a woman yeah. and like get away from us. Yes. I would imagine that house stinks all the time. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what happened with kids? Well, we've been expecting some cold weather here in the last month uh, here in Nashville. So I was trying to get ahead of it. I said, look, if it does snow, we're going to order these gloves for the boys, see, the, like snow gloves so they can play in the snow. It's about 20 bucks a pop for these gloves. And so when I bought them, I said, boys, if you lose any of these gloves, even one glove, you're going to pay me back in cash. It's $20 each. And they said, we're not going to lose them. Sure enough, we had a snowstorm this weekend. They lost Two of them lost one glove, like one left-hand glove and one right-handed glove. They lose it, so I had to do what I had to do. I said from the beginning, if you lose them, you pay me. They paid me. Do you keep the money? Yeah, of course. What do you do with the money from them? Well, I told them I would order more gloves because that's kind of what it goes to. I just don't want them to be like wasteful and say, hey, if I lose the gloves, no big deal. But you won't just like take it and then be like, okay, now that you know what it's like to not have money, here it is back. No, but what I'm hoping is that it doesn't snow anymore and I don't have to buy gloves anymore. Until next year. Right, right. right. (laughs) Do they get mad when you take their money? Yes. Yes. They they argue with me a little bit and they say, come on, dad, like really, like I didn't mean to lose it or or let me wait till the snow melts and I'll go find it. I'm like, well, that's too late. You- what if they find it? Can they get their money back? Ooh, yes. Good question. Yes, they can. Yes, they can. Mm, and they heard good. it right here. They can. Do they listen to this? Sometimes. Okay, kids, <laughs> go find those gloves as <laughs> soon as the snow is out. It's the best bits of the week show. with Morgan number two. It's always weird when I include myself on this little countdown, but this was a really cool thing for me to get to share. It was my personal tell me something good about my dog Remy and I, and we're a therapy animal team. You can see the really sweet video and the picture of Remy and her cute dress and the whole thing to go along with the story up at bobbybones.com. But now, you know, not talking about myself too long because it makes me feel weird. Ray, do you have any life updates to share? Anything, anything new going on in your life? We talked about the kid thing, the baby thing. Um, Anything else? Let's see. Me and Baser and our life. We've been looking at vehicles. Um, I got a ghetto banger trailblazer from college, and it's been way too long. I've had it's a ranch truck now. It, it's on its last leg, but I still keep getting some upgrades uh, with, through the car dealerships I got here in town. Thank you guys. Mad shout out to all y'all out there. <laughs> but uh, but but so yeah, we're trying. We've been looking at new forerunners, but. Had no idea a new forerunner is like thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> I mean, yeah, right. That's that's cheap compared to most cars. So me and Vazer were all in. It was this black murdered out forerunner, and, okay. and these things look sick. I mean, if you see somebody driving this in Nashville, you're like, for sure, that's a country artist star. But it would just or be, a Preds player or a Preds. <laughs> it would just been me and Vazer chilling. But yes, we got all the pictures. We're going through the dealership, and everything's looking good. Then they hit us with the price tag. $30,000. And Bazer's like, I'm good with my car. And I go, yeah, Trailblazer ain't that bad. <laughs> so we're, we're going to hold off a little bit, a couple months. But we were gung-ho. I mean, a little bit before Christmas, I mean, we had, boom, take this, take these credit scores. Boom, all this, all that. Everything's great. I mean, but even with all your, you know, dealerships, uh, yeah. connections you have, can you got, get like a pretty sweet deal or was that like the lowest deal? That, that they were already hooking it up, oh, and um, every month I believe the payments were going to be five, six hundred dollars. No thanks. <laughs> I, 
I have other uses for that money. I don't know what yet, but <laughs> I don't want to just go into a car dealership. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, when you don't have a payment that you have to make right now, and then all of a sudden you have to make one, it, it definitely hurts. Remember those pay- car payments in college? Yes. Yes. Every time it came out, I cried a little. It was so bad because it'd be car payment and rent. Like every college kid, the very last three days of the month are just in the worst mood because mm-hmm. it's car payment and a. $500 rent payment. Brutal. Yep. Every single time. So bad. So I get that. I get not wanting to have a payment. So possibly a car this year. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Because the Trailblazer is already like. Has it broken down on you at all? Or are you oh, just like ready? Oh, we are. It's come close. Very <laughs> close. Uh, I mean, I just randomly got like, a, it was like a brakes, rotors, an arm, a right arm was like hanging loose. So when you get weird stuff happening to your car, that's when you know that's your car's way of saying like, I've done everything I could for you. (laughs) Like I was there for you in college. I was there for you when you moved to Nashville. I was there for you on so many failed dates. I was there for you when you met Baser and she was like, what is this pile of bleep? (laughs) And how many years have you had it for? I had it since college. So it's a 2005. I got it in 2007. Oh, yeah, it is absolutely on its yeah, last leg. I've been dominating it for well over a decade, 15 years. <laughs> how that car, between you and Lunchbox's car, I don't know how both of them are still alive. So, right. hilarious. I know. Yeah, his, whatever it is, his Nissan, he, he's very close as well to getting a new one. I mean, I will say, like, even having, like, a newer car is not all it's cracked up to be. When I was home, I, I road tripped at home in my Jeep. And I have learned that I don't know if Jeeps are the best uh, road trips because when I got home, I had to put $3,000 in it to fix the oil Mm -hmm. system, the coolant system, and something else. I don't even, I can't even remember because I was so mad when I saw like the price of having to fix my freaking car to get it home. Yes. So I say that like new car is cool. You get a new car and it may function, but like you have to put even more money into the new cars when they break down on you. You should have got your boyfriend to fix it. Oh, yeah, not, oh, like the whole systems, right? Like they, they were pulling out full systems. I'm like, what is happening? All like because I, you road trip to Kansas? All because I drove home. That maybe uh, your little uh, Jeep life, maybe they're, you, you guys are just made for some mountain passes and cruising around Nashville. I mean, apparently. I mean, I've known that they're like, they're like, people call them money suckers. It's really not a car you would road trip in, though. You should have almost gotten a rental. I mean, yeah, but like, it, it's so spacious. I love driving my Jeep. But you're on interstates and stuff, and yeah. it's just like, aren't but I the... don't have I don't have tires met for okay, uh, you know, going I, in the mountains. I haven't really like investigated your Jeep, but I was <laughs> investigating mountain tires, and I was like, man, you're just rolling down the expressway oh, no. like that. If I had those kind of tires, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> I have like I have like a very um, roadside friendly Jeep. Got you. As much as like I say, I want to be like you know off roading. We know how that went the one time I tried to do that, so. I don't do that. I just it's called like the, the Eclair. You have like the sweet version of a Jeep. Yeah, it's like that. You're just very gentle. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, yeah, I had to drop like $3,000. So I don't know. I mean, I've also known a lot of people who've had to fix like their new cars, and it's still a lot of money. So you, you buy a new car, but like the same issues are going to follow. It just looks different. I, w- I would be nervous driving a new car too. I'd be real. I mean, yeah. When you get in a grocery okay, store well, in the banger, in the <laughs> ranch truck, I just park. I'm like, somebody doored me? I don't care. You're going to be parking all the way in the back. You're like, we're walking. That's what I'm saying. You got to make sure nobody's parking on either mm-hmm. side of you. The other thing, too, that was hard for me, like the reason I got the Jeep, I, I liked getting the Bluetooth, but there were so many bells and whistles in the new cars. I couldn't, when I was trying to drive in one, I was like, I don't know what's beeping at me. I don't know what it's trying to tell me, but I have no idea where it's coming from. So, like, 
I, I like like the new technology, but I hate all the bells and whistles of it. Like that you don't even know what's happening. You almost have to literally like get a tutorial on your own new car. Yeah, that that new technology for vehicles came in hot. Mm-hmm. It was like cars. Normal, normal, normal. Boom, Bluetooth, video screens. Everything's <laughs> digital. You don't put your keys in the ignition anymore. Nope. So Everything. It, that happens to me when oh. I get a rental. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah, and you're especially you, like the car that you have right now has no technology, right? Nothing. It probably still has the CD player. Yeah. Right? Like mm-hmm. you don't have Bluetooth. Hey, ironic enough, uh, I don't even got a radio in that bad boy. <laughs> the, the irony. You're not helping with our ratings, right? <laughs> Oh man, that is bad. But yeah, I mean, like, no, (laughs) it's funny. I mean, we're we're in here. You can't listen anyway. Um, But when you like do get a new car, that's going to be like a serious culture shock for you. Oh, agreed. Especially, there's one part too that kept really bothering me when I tried to drive like a new car with bells and whistles. The rear view mirrors have little things on there to show you that somebody's like in your blind spot or whatever. Familiar with that? Every time it did it, I was like. Am I running into something? What am I doing wrong? It kind of throws you off. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that. When I, I was experiencing that, I felt the exact same way. Yeah. You kind of like flinch for a second, but then you're like, oh, that just means somebody's coming by me. Mm-hmm. So that's why I ended up getting the Jeep that I did because it didn't, it had Bluetooth. That's cool. Connect my phone. Great. That was all I needed. It has nothing else. It doesn't have a backup camera. It doesn't have anything. And people are like, how do you not have all of that? I'm like, I don't want it. I don't really need it. I know. So you, you may get, end up like me, right? Hey, you want to get really blown away? You get in a Tesla. Oh. We do that Earth app. It's just like Uber and Lyft, but a Tesla comes and picks you up. The door's like... Because it's like eco-friendly? Is that what it yeah. is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Earth. So you can just download the app. It's only in certain cities. Nashville, Austin. It's oh, not in everywhere. Sweet. I want to try that. Doors okay. open up like Gullwing. Like yeah. They just open up from the bottom to the top. Like a spaceship. Yeah, and when you get in there, the whole top of the car is see-through. So there's no roof. There's a roof, but it's see-through. So you just see trees up above you and everything. And aren't those, I mean, those are eventually the ones that are going to be able to full-on self-drive, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they self-drive already. Yeah. The guys, it's the just people, a little controversial. <laughs> the people that are doing it will show you it. And I'm like, whoa, put your hands on the wheels. And he's like, no, 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 it can drive itself. I'm like, no, 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 I want to get to brunch and not die. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe you're going to get a Tesla. No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> I, I was talking 30000 earlier. I don't know if that's even, that's probably 130000 I thought the, the like, car Teslas were decent for a price. They I are. Thought, don't you got to charge them, too? I'm going to just go sit in a Target parking lot and charge my Tesla. Yeah, what happens if you die and you're, that's, like, your first time transitioning over to, like, a car that charges? You're like, I have to get to a charger? <laughs> got to get to Target. Man, the deals can wait. No, I have to charge my car. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay, but there was something else I wanted to hear from you, too. Okay, so house situation, you guys haven't moved yet? No, no, no. Still in the apartment. Still, okay. Still happening that way. What about Vegas? I want to hear about y'all's trip to Vegas, the Sore Losers Convention. It was sick. Uh, over 100 people that listened to the Sore Losers podcast were there. Mm-hmm. They were rocking it. A lot of them came as couples. So, I mean, boom, dude and a chick from St. Louis, uh, guy and a girl from Vegas. And, I mean, <sighs> Sometimes it's just like, man, I, I think of people as listen to podcasts, like live in their parents' basement. <laughs> but like, there were like really attractive couples and they're like, yeah, we love your show. And I'm like, you guys just don't go to bars and party. You just podcast. And are like, well, I mean, we listen to it on the way to work. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So it was so neat. Because I, I guess because it's a sports podcast, I assumed a bunch of dudes. Let's go football. Yeah. I mean, the, the girls were rolling there with them. They, lo- they loved it. 
Well, but, I think you guys have a podcast that mixes both. Then that's I really what it, do. Yeah, but it, it was so cool. Everybody represented their uh, their hood so well. It, <laughs> it'd be like a dude from Fayetteville, Alabama, you know, college town. Yeah. Or, uh, uh, Fayetteville is Arkansas. This dude was from Alabama, which is, where the hell are the Alabama Crimson Tide in? Huntsville? I don't know. Uh-huh. You're the one that's supposed to know all the sports things. <laughs> all I know is it's Alabama. <laughs> Tuscaloosa. <laughs> Dang it. This dude's from Tuscaloosa, and he's got the frat look. He's got his hair all messed up. He talks like a frat guy. And I'm like, everybody's doing such a good job. The couple from St. Louis, they had the St. Louis accent. It What's was, the St. Louis accent, It's tough right? to explain. It's kind of like, it's more Michigan. Yeah, so, yeah, so... Uh, a, they don't say a, but it's uh, it's definitely an interesting accent. I, I can't Wait, explain it. Do you think I have an accent? Uh, I would say you're just a normal all American accent. That's interesting because I'm from Kansas. I mean, St. Louis is like six hours away. Yeah, maybe Kansas, maybe a little nasally. <laughs> it ha- well, we just have weird. We have slang, slang on certain words. Okay, that's where our like accent comes in. But but yeah, I guess. I mean, so yeah, I, I don't know, but I, it's tough for me to do the St. Louis accent, but then you had the Vegas. <laughs> oh, I was just asking because I never knew they had an accent. Th- then there was people from California there and he's like, what's up, bro? The dude was like literal surfer lingo and it was so cool. And then there'd be the couple from Vegas and they were so chill and just like, like, like it was to talk to them. It was just a great experience. Like, and, but I brought my wife, my sister met up, my sister's friend was there. So it, it was nonstop partying. I had to kind of chill a little bit because we I had responsibilities yeah well that was gonna be my question did you get like Ray wild or did you be like Ray tame Ray tame I, I way too much stuff to do it's like we got there and then all right we got to go do this business dinner oh and then next morning we got to do a podcast so I mean I had two drinks one day three the next it was very chill <laughs> I wish y'all could see his eyes he's like very irritated by the fact he didn't get to when be you wild. know when you know you can only have two drinks I mean you should have saw me I was rolling my eyes all the time I'm just like oh my gosh I wish I could down a sixer <laughs> So you didn't stay out late then. What about after? You could have done it like after you've done all your responsibilities. The first night I was so exhausted, just stuff with the big show, with the Bobby Bone show. I mean, just so many responsibilities, getting it prepared and stuff. I was exhausted. So I was in bed by 1130. Girls came rolling in at 230 in the morning, all hammered. And then we had to get up. And then that next night I knew that I had a flight. So then Saturday night, I'm thinking, oh, flight tomorrow. I don't want to feel terrible. I don't want to feel Morgan terrible (laughs) when you you go to every airport and throw up. So I go, man, I I don't, but we went to Fremont street. We went out till one or two in the morning, but it wasn't, I mean, I had like a Red Bull vodka at midnight and that was it. So it's very chill. Right. I feel like you are growing up. I know. I do not know how to handle this. Like I was, I was ready for you to be like, I was out till like 4 a.m. And then I got up. It was rough. Like I was ready for the Ray stories. But you know what? I woke up on Sunday for that flight and I felt like a legend. Okay. (laughs) Isn't it crazy how you're like, I am so proud of myself. I am sober going on this flight. I, I was. I was. Baser went a little bit harder, and she there was one time she went and got on the escalator and only put one of her feet on it, and I was like, your body is not functioning properly. Here, hold my hand. Was that the hungover Baser, or yeah. was that the drunk Baser? No, no, no. She's just a little slightly hungover. Oh, yeah. But yeah. When you are hungover, all of your motor functions don't quite operate the way they need to. Yeah, it's it's definitely a different way of living, and it gets so annoying because you get impatient <laughs> with yourself. But yeah, it was it was it was a dope trip. Well, Ve- I, I want to hear about the the big money that y'all put down. Well, I I wasn't in on that bet, but yeah, they put five. Wait, 000- you weren't in on that? No, just because you weren't going to get paid your money that same day. They had like a spreadsheet. There was a hundred people in on it, and they're going to pay you in a week. 
And, and when you're in Vegas, you want that money right now. Mm. I want my bag, you know? So you're just part of the experience. You didn't make any money. Yeah, so I cheered. It was so loud. We had, oh, here it is. I mean, that sounds like a football stadium. Yeah, it sounds like y'all are at a full-on game yeah. happening there. It was insane. Those people were all up my butt, too. I was like, guys, keep your distance. Where's the six feet around here? <laughs> did you end up leaving earlier than lunch and Eddie? Oh, yeah. I We did that bet, and then my sister and wife and my sister's friend all hung out with lunch and Eddie. They were all, and I had to go to bed. I was faced. I went plant city into a pillow so who are you ray i know it was bad but i i just told him i'm not a remember it's pacific time there i'm central time so in my central world it was past midnight i was exhausted i don't stay up tonight i'll be in bed by eight tomorrow night i'll watch the titans game i don't know when this airs i'll be in bed by eight i don't stay up late that's my rule for my life yeah, Since but I've that's gotten, normally when you're when you're working. When you're like out on a weekend, you don't do that. No, do you? I, I still go to bed early. I've like programmed myself since I got into radio. Radio's an early life. Boom. I go to bed early. But All then, my friends. Everybody knows my schedule. If they text me at like 801, they're like, so sorry I'm texting. I know you're already about to get to bed for bed. They have to clarify. <laughs> Wait, so okay. Then you wake up at like 3 a.m. on the freaking weekend? Yeah. I mean, I go to bed at 6, wake up at... Yeah, I get up early as hell on the weekends. I'm up at 5. What do you but What do you do? Nobody's even awake at that time. That That's the million-dollar question because sometimes I'm like, there's nothing to do. <laughs> like, so why do you put yourself through that? That's just life. <laughs> Leave me alone. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, right. yeah they. Uh, I got to gamble. They let me do some sports betting. Uh, was this the the exception for the weekend? The for the weekend, yeah. You'll win some, you'll lose some, but yeah, we definitely won more than we lost. It was awesome. It was well, fun. To, good. Yeah, the coolest bet was I was about to take a flight home, and we still have money left. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna put a hundred dollars on uh, Penn State. They were plus five and a half first half because we had to catch a flight, mm-hmm. so I only have an hour to gamble. And I was like, all right, I gotta pick a first half because got first halves can't go into overtime. So I'm like, all right, Penn State plus five and a half. It came down to the final possession. They were playing Ohio State. They were down by five, and I got five and a half. So that means I won the bet as long as Ohio State didn't score. The Ohio State guy, there's like five seconds left. He's dribbling. He goes to shoot it up at the basket. Blocked by the Penn State guy. I'm up at the Mirage because we jumped around other hotels (laughs) on the monorail. Uh, Bazer taught me about that. You pay 20, and you can go to all the different hotels. And so we go to the Mirage, and I'm yelling. It is 10 in the morning in Vegas because we had to catch the flight, and everybody's like, about to bet football, and they're all looking at me like I'm the absolute biggest loser. Because who's betting first half college <laughs> basketball when you have NFL? And so I'm yeah, like, yeah, all the yeah. playoffs happening. I'm like, yeah, block his ass, block it. And then I get that, and then Bay's like, get me out of here. That was so <laughs> embarrassing. I was like, yes, it was, but we won. <laughs> How much money did you win on that bet? So you won what you put down, basically. So it, it, I put out 100, I won 100, so I got then 200 from the ticket counter. I mean, that's pretty cool. It was so cool because everybody else is just drinking their coffee. They're like, how was your night last night? And everybody's <laughs> maybe having a little bit of a mimosa. And I was just partying, going so hard. I'm like, let's go. And all these bros look at me like, oh, my gosh, that dude goes way harder than us. Well, you're also just on that energy level when you're sober, yes. too. So that's why. Like, yeah. I'm sure you were dead sober at this moment. But sure. Oh, man. Well, I'm glad y'all had a good time in Vegas. You gonna be doing it again? I believe, yeah. Maybe the same city, or maybe they do it in Nashville. Stuff's been thrown around, but it was so successful that it has to happen again. And I mean, it it was like the excitement, like everybody loved it. It was, you know, you you talk to a girl and she's like, genuinely, I kind of felt dragged by my boyfriend to come to this, but I'm glad I did. This is so fun. 
And it because it was like you combined everything. You combined Vegas, gambling, drinking, and partying, you guys. And they did like a party bus. And I heard couples were swinging. What? Wait, you guys weren't on the party bus? No. They did we, a party bus without you? Yeah, just the listeners did. I mean, they were like on their whole own other vibe. But they went hard. And yeah, and, and I, I mean, they're like, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, there was two different buses <laughs> and people would swing back and forth to the buses. I'm like, what? Hey, what happens in Vegas? Stays in Vegas, except for when Ray talks on the podcast <laughs> about it. It's all right. We don't know your identities. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, man. On that note, um, you guys can hear the my personal tell me something good story that I shared on the show this week. I hope it makes you smile. And I hope maybe somebody out there decides to become a therapy animal team like Remy and I. Number four. It's time for the good news. Tell me something good. With a personal tell me something good. It's Morgan. Morgan, what happened? So my dog, Remy, and I are a therapy animal dog team. And she went to visit her first retirement home this weekend. I dressed her all up in a little dress I bought from the toddler section at Target. And she went and visited over 30 elderly people. And it was really sweet because when we would go up to them, they would share their stories about the dogs they used to have. And that was like almost the only thing they would remember. But Remy like inspired them to remember those stories One of them couldn't talk to us, but him and Remy held pause for five minutes because that was the thing that made him happy. Really? Yeah. Well, you're giving the dog all the credit. You said she's visiting people. I mean, you're also... Yeah. I'm with her, but I mean, it's her. I I think for me, it was really heartwarming to feel that and experience it with Remy, but it was also really heartbreaking because so many of them don't have their memory anymore, and you just don't know if they have family visiting or if they're alone. But for for them, these dog visits, when we left, they were like, thank you so much for taking the time. And one of them was like, that really put a smile on my face and my whole heart just sank. How do you get to be a therapy team? We trained. I, You know, Remy is great with humans and only really loves humans. And I was like, I, I feel like she'd be a great therapy dog. So we did training for six weeks, passed a really extensive exam, and now she's a therapy dog. And you can only wear human clothes from the toddler section, but they do fit the dog, right? <laughs> they do fit the dog. I couldn't, it was dress your pet day and I didn't have some. So I just went to the toddler section, bought a dress and like, you know, cut it up so it fit Remy. <laughs> That's an awesome story. That is what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. Normally, Lunchbox brings to the show when he's yelling at somebody or he prank calls somebody or something crazy happens, but he's the one doing it. This time, he brought something to the show where his neighbor did something to him. And you're going to kind of be a little bit like, why did that happen? I know if a a neighbor did this to me, I'd be so angry. But surprisingly, Lunchbox handled it pretty well. So you can hear that right now. Number three. Apparently, Lunchbox's neighbor confronted him. Should you say why or do you want to just play the clip? Just, just play the clip. And here's Why are you what, recording your neighbor? No, though? no, no. This is what happened. We were, I was in the front yard, <laughs> and we're talking, and he says something, and I'm like, "Excuse me, did he really just say that?" So then I reach in my sweatshirt because I got the little pocket in the front of the hoodie, and I hit record, and I ask him to repeat himself because I oh. want to make sure I heard him correctly. Okay, here we go. Here's the, it's about forty seconds. Here you go. Excuse me, what'd you say? I I, I couldn't hear you. Hey, I. I'm just saying you're the last house in the neighborhood with Christmas lights on. I walk all over and 
Everyone else has put theirs away. Yours is the last one. What's the deal? Well, I'm... I mean, I, I get it. I mean, but I have kids. It's been snowing. Like, I have a job. I mean, you haven't gotten around to it yet. Yeah, I'm just. I'm. I'm well, yeah. It's festive. It's festive. But you know, there's, a, there's an energy shortage. You know, you're just burning those kilowatts. Uh, I'm thinking of you, man. I'm thinking of you. Sure. I I don't. <laughs> and next thing you know, you're going to tell me the earth is round. But, I mean, any day you want to come <laughs> wait, by and wait. take them down, go ahead. But, <laughs> no, but I'm not taking my tip. Okay. Well, then. All right. Thank you. Have a good night. Have a good night. Have a good night. Awkward. Wow. Wait, why would you do that? I feel so awkward yes. right now. Why would you get confrontational? Why, why would I get confrontational? Wait, no, why him? I that's not, that's you... not on him. That's not on me. Yeah, lunchbox was so awkward. No, wait, next, wait, wait, wait. next thing you're gonna tell me, the, the earth, earth is well, round. Well, that's a dumb. Yeah, yeah that's, that's dumb. What, yeah, but like, but no. he wasn't confrontational. The guy needs he to was shut when his he trap. He said that. Well, no, I know, I, I get it. But why would you make it awkward with your neighbor? Like the guy's already being awkward. Yes, but like just let it go and be like, okay, I, you know, we like. I said, mind your own business. No, well, he's lucky. Lunchbox didn't say mind your own business, loser. Yes, I was frustrated because I was like, did he really just say that? And how did it come up the first time? How did how did that? Well, he was just like, oh, how's it going? You know, did you have a good holiday? And I'm like, yeah standing out in the yard grilling or what? <laughs> no, no, he was walking by and I don't know, I was picking up toys in the front yard and he just started a conversation and then he goes into the Christmas lights. So I think he stopped to talk just for the Christmas lights. Mm. And that's why I was like, wait a minute. And so that's when I started recording him and I took a couple steps closer to him so I can make sure you could hear him. Yeah, that stinks. I mean, I would have been upset. Yes, Amy but is blaming me in this I'm situation. Not you. No, I think that it was awkward, and I'm not. I right. don't support the man behaving that way. But then also, you like <laughs> took it to the next level by then. But what did you say? Like, so you're accusing him of actually thinking the Earth is round, which it is. So, like, no, I'm saying did, you're telling me obvious things. Like, yes, I'm the only one with the Christmas lights up. They're it's burning kilowatts. I understand that. It, <laughs> that I was saying. Okay. Next thing, I was saying, oh, you're Mr. Einstein, basically. Oh, okay. Mr. Einstein. I but get that it didn't now. come out. Yeah. I didn't okay. Get because that. I was so just caught off guard. Wow, 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 wow. So how are you going to handle this? Because now I would leave him up another month. You're see him again. Yes. Oh, you would in spite? Obviously, he said he walks all around. So he, I mean, I'm just going to leave him on. Yeah. And they're on a timer, so oh, I don't have to turn him on. I mean, I'm an eight on that, whatever that scale Challenge. is. I'm a challenger. Enneagram. And anything. Anybody pushes me, you about to get pushed five. If I were a lunchbox, they'd stay until next Christmas. Oh, Wow. What? I would be so upset if this dude this came and said. your neighbor, though. Like, you're going to see him but all like, anytime. So he's, so he's passionate about energy. Like, he probably. You're burning the kilowatts, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so dumb. So dumb. So what are you going to do? Oh, they're going to stay up. For how long? I don't know. I mean, until I feel like I'm over this. Valentine's but I, Day. But I am not over this now, and I'm not going to be over it tomorrow. I'm not going to be over it in three days. <laughs> I mean, greatest. I oh, am man. so frustrated. I couldn't believe it. Man. I just don't like it when neighbors don't like me, which has happened before, and it doesn't feel good. So I just want Lunchbox to cultivate. Good I mean, do I really want this relations. guy to like me though? Do you hear him? Eh, oh, kill a lot. Yeah, I don't like him. Well, well, I'm sure he meant well. You think? You think he's really looking out for Lunchbox's kilowatt payment? No. Well, he just is older. No, he's and... not right. So, I'm, something's up with him, right? Like not... it's just he's got issues, or he just is older, Lonely. And, or he's just older and he fills his void of maybe he's retired of what used to be work with the neighborhood beautification. Yeah, maybe. And and saving energy. I, I don't believe that. Are, are, is there really an energy shortage? Yeah, right I have no idea. Never heard of that. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know that. Okay. Wow. Update us, Lunchbox. Yeah. I will. How embarrassing. That's awesome. That might be the best audio I've ever heard. It's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. 
A super hot topic on the show this week. Amy wants to chaperone her daughter's dance. She talked about it, then she went back to her daughter and made sure she could do it. It's a whole thing. And if you didn't catch any of those updates and what happened, make sure you go to bobbybones.com to listen and watch the videos because I'm telling y'all, you guys had so many opinions on this topic via social media, so go check that out. Now, Ray, mm-hmm. do you remember any of your school dances? Like anything that comes to mind that you loved? I loved school dances. Like that was my time to shine because not only did I get to dance and hang out with my friends, but I got to like doll up. Yeah. So uh, distinctly what I remember is that it was when I was a freshman in high school and freshman through seniors could go to these dances. I believe seniors were maybe a little too cool, but it was always freshmen, sophomore, juniors rocking it. So I remember it was once a month, let's say. But there was this span, sophomore year, I don't know if the school, I think we had to maybe pay $5 each to go to them. Oh, you had to pay money to go to them? I believe so. And so the school was making money and stuff. There was, in sophomore year, because I remember my mom was so mad because it was almost like the club college life, we had to dance every other Friday for months. And we would go to all of them. It was awesome. And I, I distinctly remember my mom being like, you guys are having another dance? What is this, college parties? I'm like, I don't know. It's high school. I love it. But then they never did it again. But I think they're making good money is why they kept doing it every They're like, hey, uh, on Tuesday, another dance this Friday. See you guys there. We're like, woo! It was like a way for you guys to get out of the house and somebody was watching the kids. It's almost too what that would have happened. For the parents. Yeah. 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 And so, I mean, yeah, all my friends, we'd... It, was, it wasn't like you were too cool to go to dances. So it's like the athletes were there, the nerds, you know, they'd muster up the courage to go there. Uh, all the chicks went. So Wait, they, so were you da- were you dressing up every weekend or you just wore like your street clothes? You, I believe you had to wear, I mean, I'm pretty sure. It's not like you're wearing dress pants. You would wear yeah. jeans. Maybe you'd wear a, a little bit nicer of a like shirt. Like a button up shirt or something? Sure, yeah. Okay. But it, I don't believe there was any... I think you just maybe had to have closed-toed shoes, but it, yeah, sophomore year it was like it was wild as hell. Like they'll never do that again. I mean, every other Friday we were banging it like it was Broadway. Were you were you sneaking some alcohol in there, right? No, I didn't drink in high school. You weren't an underage drinker. No, I'm pretty sure friends probably did, but yeah, I don't. I didn't really drink in high school. When did you have your first like drink of alcohol? Maybe junior year during the summer. But okay. I mean, I never, and I mean, I had like one beer and we all thought that we were drunk, you know, but I, I couldn't drink. My parents are super strict. So it's mm-hmm. like, I never, I mean, so yeah, maybe junior year w- once or twice, senior year three times, but yeah, I never really drank. Now, did you go to a public school? Yeah. So did you guys like, did you feel like the chaperones, like often, you know, parents, teachers, whoever it was, were always a little bit lax? That they didn't care? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could do whatever you wanted. I mean, people were making out. They got onto you if you started, like, groping. Yeah. That, I mean, that was, like, yeah, going to a it. public school, I feel like that was definitely how it was. Like, they just didn't really care as long as it wasn't, like, too far up, uh, over the line. Like, <laughs> I, I saw so many people making out. Like, it's easy people, like, sneak away, but, like, I think they would end up getting caught. I, I just, like, I vividly just remember that so many things would happen. At our junior and senior proms... Might have been like our sweetheart dances. We did not have all the crazy dances that you had, but they had breathalyzers. They did? Oh, yeah. At the front, like it was random breathalyzers. See, I think kids would smoke weed and drink a little bit 
But you could get away with the weed, I believe, because they couldn't tell you were high. But yeah. the drunk, you, they would know if you were drunk. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't part. Like I had friends, but I mean, it's not like I I, I couldn't. So I was, I was never like, hey, let's go sneak away and smoke weed. I just couldn't. It was never an option for me. Well, we never like did it at the dance, but like we, it was always in it like kind of controlled environment after the dance. You We'd had have like after the dance oh, parties. Yeah. Okay, so it so for I went to prom all four years. I had older boyfriends, so I I experienced different types of proms. Like not only at my school, but at like three other schools. Wow. Yeah, it was an experience. Somebody. Right? Got around in Kansas. I'm kidding. <laughs> I just love to go to prom. I yeah. love to dress up. Like, get get me in a, a dress. Let me do my hair. I loved it. And so I just happened to date older guys. So freshman year, I went to one in, at a different school. And then sophomore year, I went to one at a different school. And junior, senior, I went to different ones, but also mine. And so what we would have is we'd have prom. You'd go to prom. Well, before, you'd go to dinner and you'd take pictures. At a specific spot. Right. Maybe you get a party bus. It's kind of the vibe before prom. Oh, and, I'm all in with this yeah. story. Let's go. Then you go to prom, okay, and you dance in and it's cool. Like the actual prom part wasn't actually that fun. Mm-mm. Because then after prom, we'd go to after prom at the school, which was until 2 a.m. Wow. You'd change out of your outfit. You'd put on like some comfy like gym clothes and you'd be hanging out in the gym. That's with later everybody. than some clubs. Yeah. I, I, literally at our school. I, it maybe wasn't two. Maybe it was like one, but it was late. And then after after prom, we'd go to an after party. Wow. <laughs> and that's typically where everybody would like stay over and like at one of our houses, we'd all hang out together and we'd stay the night. Parents at your house? Us up. No, I don't think we ever did after after prom at my house, but we did it at several of my friend's houses. Where were their parents? Or they were out of town no, they or didn't there. care? They were there. Coolest it was like it ever. was like the controlled environment, right? Like as long as nobody left, keys were, le- you know, put up or unless parents were coming to get people. Like it, it was a controlled, like you guys are good. Just be safe. Gotcha. Cause yeah. we were junior seniors. We weren't stupid, but we, you know, things were already happening at that point. I would ask to go to those and be like, Hey mom. So, uh, they're going to play board games. And they said that we're all going to be to bed by like one Can I go to this like after party? My mom's like, no, <laughs> I'm like, but yeah, I think, I think they're just playing to play cards. I don't think anything <laughs> crazy is going to go on. Your mom so knew what was actually <laughs> happening. Well, I mean, of course it was more than, but I'm just like, how do I just, I'm like, Mom, I'm not going to, like, get hammered. I just want to go play board games with my friends. Does she never let you go? No, I mean, maybe senior year we got to go to a couple. And I, and I remember it was the craziest parties ever. <laughs> like, I, like, it was, like, in the fir- one of the first parties I went to. I don't even know if I just... <laughs> Do it. Like they, <laughs> Say it. What? Say it. They, like, all the dudes collect. I mean, it's not. They collected money, and then the girls fought. Oh, my gosh. That was literally one of the first parts. Okay, like, that's not what our parties were like. No, but I mean, that was one of the first ones what I went. What are you doing in Michigan? Oh, my gosh. It was at some, <laughs> it was at some like, person's country place, like, out in the middle of nowhere. And they collected this pot, and then all the girls, like, flash. I'm like, this is what happens at parties? No. <laughs> no, kids. That's <laughs> not what happens at parties. But then the girls, like, got paid for it. It was so bad. Ray, I've never attended a party that, that has ever <laughs> happened. I'm like, what do you want $5 for? Oh. My I asked my twin brother, like, do you got five dollars? <laughs> Here's what it's for. Oh my gosh, Ray. <laughs> I mean, that's what I remember. I it is like it, it's funny though, like looking back on your life as like a, a young adult and you're like, Man, I was stupid. Like just the things that you saw or experienced, you're just like, I was so stupid. But yeah, yeah, we weren't like me and my brother weren't drunk or drinking. So we would go to these parties and then we'd leave sober. Everybody else would wake up the next day, like, oh, 
I didn't even get a bed to sleep in. I slept outside and like crazy <laughs> stuff, like terrible stuff. I'm like, man, you guys made some bad decisions. So oh. you guys would just like go home. You had a curfew. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I, so we'd go rocket the one or two parties we went, you know, we'd go and then we'd drive home and then everybody's like, oh, this happened. Oh, my gosh, a crazy fight. And I'm like, what? Oh, we were, we went home. <laughs> Did you ever sneak out? Uh, no. No, we couldn't. So not only did, like, your parents were strict, but you also, like, obeyed very well. Yeah. Well, I mean. pretty good. My dad's pretty authoritative. He's, like, 6'6". So you're like, I'm not messing with my dad. Like, he could literally kill somebody. So I was like, (laughs) it's not really worth it. (laughs) To be fair, my dad could do that. But the the best part about, too, so, like, prom or, like, our homecoming dances, those would all surround, like, um you know, the big things of the week. So if it was homecoming, we had the big football game and homecoming week or whatever. And it was literally all of my guy friends. So what would happen during homecoming week? And I've learned that they don't do this anymore, which makes me kind of sad, but probably a good thing. But we'd TP each other's houses. That was like the big thing everybody would do homecoming week, right? That's why we ran out of toilet paper 20 (laughs) years later. We would TV each other, and I'm telling you, it became this thing because my dad hated it. My dad loved it. Yeah, they would TP your house? Yes. Oh, if I was a dad, I would lose my... Oh, he did. He did not like it, okay? like, and, And the guys got to this extent of every year. So he had my sister and I who were in high school at the same time. So double whammy, right? Mm -hmm. And we had my guy friends. Taylor had her guy friends. And they would come and TB the house. Not only would they TB the house, okay? We also had our our pool in the backyard where they put a lobster in it. Low-key flex. (laughs) Lobster in the pool. Annoying. Don't know where it went. Still don't know where it went. (laughs) Um, There was confetti put in the pool at one point. There was whipped cream in the driveway. The confetti's probably bad. Pops probably had to dish out some cash to get that fixed. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, the the lobster was the bad one because it, like, ate up some of the lining. And my dad was like, okay, this is over. I'm done with your friends. (laughs) He had to go. He told through you, though. He's like, tell them never again. If they come to my house, I'll shoot them. Some of my guy friends, I think it was my junior or senior year, they had TP'd the house. And my dad woke from his sleep (sighs) and his underwear oh my and ran outside chasing after them to leave the, the yard. I bet they were running like <laughs> for their lives. <laughs> so many of my friends were like, my guy friends were scared of my dad. Like now going up there, they know him and he's super nice, but like I, he's a, he's a tall dude. Yeah. Like he could beat you up if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. And they, he would chase after him, but they, still to this day, that story gets brought up of my dad chasing them in his underwear. <laughs> They were like, what? We're supposed to be able to do this. What happened? <laughs> but he was just so tired of it. I mean, we got TV'd so much. Like, just between my sister and I, he was like, I'm done. I'm literally done picking up toilet paper out of my trees. And and our trees were so tall that you couldn't even get half the toilet paper out. Uh-huh. You know, just like have to stay there forever. You're around toilet paper. Oh, yeah. So so that was the, always the highlight around our, our dances. Too. That, was, that was a good story. Yeah. That was good. My dad's going to listen to it. He listens to this, this podcast every weekend, and he's going to call me after. No. He's like, you had to tell that story. And it's going to motivate me to be the exact same dad. Mm-hmm. When they come to TP, go the Morgan dad route and chase their asses down. Oh, yeah. In your boxers, mm-hmm. mid-sleep. Yep, he was. And, and it, was, it was so bad. I was so embarrassed. I was like, Dad, you could have at least put clothes on. He's like, no, because then I wouldn't have caught him. Oh, he caught him? Oh, yeah. Oh, my oh yeah. I mean, we knew it was our friends, right? Like, it's not like it was some, like, random people. We knew it was our guy friends. But, yeah. Somebody would have got that on a TikTok nowadays. But, oh. but back then, there's no video. No, there's no video. There's only picture, like, uh, do you still have a Facebook page? 
Yeah. Did you ever upload? A, it might have been like a girl thing to do, but did you upload like all your pictures to Facebook? Yeah. So like I'm pretty sure in one of my albums on Facebook there are photos of like the teepeed house. Okay. That's like in there, but you would upload everything. I I saw this like as a meme that you don't want to go back through your your Facebook album photos because you literally upload every moment of your life in a photo form when we were kids. True. And I did look back at them and they're very sad. Oh. Like sad in the way that I regret so many things that I wore. Morgan and a bunch of dudes. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was a wild child, right? Hey, yo. I was. I was a wild child. That's Unfortunately I, for my parents. That's why I deactivated mine. Like, you got to move on. You know, you don't want to see pictures of you with, like, other past people you dated. Because that's, like, yeah. the past. Cool family pictures. Save mm-hmm. those. But you don't need to see that. And, I mean, I moved. When I moved away from home, I moved away. So... <laughs> I just, I just didn't really didn't need the Facebook anymore. You did it. You, de- you deactivated every memory. But I still have all the stuff I could type it in. And you can find it. Yeah, I'll find it. Do you think it. there's anything on there that would totally embarrass you if somebody found? No. But I'll have like 20 annoying ass questions like, hey, tell me this. Tell me this. <laughs> oh my gosh, you live in Nashville. Leave me alone. <laughs> Hit me on Insta. Oh, You're man. now called Sizen? Yes. Well, crazy for me, Instagram started when I was in college. So I'll be like following somebody on Instagram and I'll be like, who is that? Because I followed him in college. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't even know you. I haven't spoken to you in like, I don't know, (laughs) eight years. (sighs) So yeah, that's my life. All right. And we're we're talking about this because of Amy wanting to chaperone her daughter's dance. Were your parents like, I know you said they were strict. Were they ever like heavily involved in activities and stuff in school? And better advice for Amy is... I can't really remember if my mom chaperoned. Maybe she did once or twice, but it, Amy, daughter won't even remember. Just go, do your do your <laughs> service or whatever. But I don't know. I, I, I don't think e- either way. The daughter, the Shiro, doesn't have anything to worry about. Amy doesn't have anything to worry about. And in twenty years, you can be like, Mom, did you chaperone? It's uh, and people called in and said you're super busy. You're a fly on the wall. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like they start to remember until maybe high school. Mm-hmm. At high school, I do think they start to be like, okay, my mom was there. <laughs> <laughs> my mom saw my first kiss. Mm-hmm. But like middle school, I I know we had dances in middle school. Vaguely remember them. Oh, I remember them, but vivid some some stuff, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So I do think you could chaperone. But, but those dances are dope. That's where it's, it's to share it. Enjoy it, girl. Because those are your first kisses, your first hugs. Mm-hmm. Your first, first hugs. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, you've never been hugged no, by no, no. like your parent in your life? No, no, no. Like like when you finish a dance and you like hug a girl. Oh, you mean the a love hug? Yeah, like a love hug. But yeah, all those yeah, those those are crazy memories. Those dances. It, Wait, it did all... you have your first kiss at a dance? For sure, probably. Really? I had mine in the in the driveway of my house. Hey, oh, dad's gonna jump out again <laughs> in his underwear. <laughs> Here he comes. He's so gonna kill me for that. <laughs> Oh, yeah. The old uh, pull up after a date or whatever, and you're just sitting in the parking lot. You're like, we got to do this fast because they're going to know we're kissing. Yeah. I mean, it was like a peg, but I, I was think I was in like sixth grade. It was like my first boyfriend and he we, we didn't he didn't drive me home, but we had walked home because we lived in the same neighborhood mm-hmm. and we were just like walking in the neighborhood. I think he might have been skateboarding. I don't know. He went with the walking skateboard kiss. Yeah. And he kissed me in the driveway before he left. And I was like, oh, my God. Epic. <laughs> I mean, I still remember it. Dang, dating yeah. a skater boy? Skater boy. Okay, Avril. I was Avril. 
<laughs> but you don't remember yours? Like, you don't have... I mean, it happened young. Like, I mean, I was always kissing girls. <laughs> I mean... So, strict life, no alcohol, <laughs> but kissing, on the other hand, Ray was always doing. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's just <laughs> the life I lived, I don't know. <laughs> no, my mom babysat a bunch of kids, so we always had girls over at the house. So they you're have, saying you, you would kiss some of the people that your mom was babysitting? Yeah, they're all, we're all the same age. Oh, man. And my mom, like, did after-school programs. She'd, like, do arts and crafts for, like, 25 kids. So it was like... When was your first girlfriend? Mm, middle school. Yeah. Or, I mean, no, like, fourth grade, I was dating girls. Yeah, well, I feel like the only time I actually remember was like sixth grade, but I I remember crushes, and maybe that's what they're more called. Crushes happen point. at birth, girl. I know. I mean, well, like you're on the playground for the first time, you're like, I'm crushing on everybody because I don't know what this feels like. I know. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah, dating like fourth, fifth grade. Mm. I remember we went on like some school trip, and I that's I distinctly had a girlfriend then. So yeah. Dang. Yeah. You were always you were always a player. No, 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 not a player, not a player. Okay, what, what's another? But I think the one, girl, the one girl complained. She was like, you never kissed me. And I was like, you're dumped. And I dumped her on the spot. <laughs> Ruthless, right? Yeah. She said I never kissed her. I was like, hey, you're dumped then. You dumped her for saying that she, you never yeah, kissed I don't, her. K- kid relationships are about as dumb as adult relationship breakups, okay? <laughs> I'm just picturing though this little girl just being like you never kissed me and you're like oh mm, cool dumped no I dumped her on the spot she came came into class and she's like you just never kissed me and I'm like well then I don't you're dumped (laughs) Uh, I don't know if that really made sense but I just dumped her and then she's like (laughs) cried and stuff really dated like a week oh Oh, so Shira you are in for some middle school elementary whatever you're in romance get ready Stashira gosh you're ready, Amy. That's so crazy to look back on. All right. Yeah, got- sorry. I mean, dang, we just went down memory lane, girl. I love it, though. You got you to gotta remember the childhood things, otherwise you'll forget them. Oh, no, no. I always, like, I'm always, yeah, I always think back. I don't like, I like to move forward, but I always remember stuff that happened. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that was fun. Oh, remember that time <laughs> in Aruba? I always think about fun stuff. Well, there you go. Hey, life tip from Ray. Always remember stuff. hey <laughs> You guys can hear right now Amy talking about wanting to chaperone her daughter's dance and, of course, how her daughter responded to that and what's going down now. Number two. Amy, you and your husband are now, you know, quote, those parents. Yes. Doing what? So my daughter is going to her first dance ever. She's in the eighth grade. Uh, there was a seventh grade dance normally, but it got canceled last year because of COVID. So she missed out on that experience. She's super excited. She's asked me to take her shopping for a dress. She's asking me, I don't know what to expect at a first dance. And I was like, well, guess what? <laughs> Actually, I haven't told her this part yet. <laughs> oh, no. But, uh, we, Breaking news. Oh, no. <laughs> we have inquired about what we need to do to be a chaperone. Oh, oh no! <laughs> Lamo! Is it, though? Oh. Here's what I would to say. To me, it seems that, exciting. Like, if there has to be parents there, it might as well be us. No. As a kid... I wouldn't have wanted my parents there. And I wasn't up to no good, but I would have felt like they were always watching and that was going to put pressure on me. But we're here's, cool. here's what I would say. If the school would have called you and said, would you chaperone? I think you would have, it would have been fine to be like, yes, we'd be happy to be there. You need people. We're there. The fact that you called and said, hey. Yeah, like I, I don't oh, even know. Oh, no. That's the part. <laughs> I don't even know if we've been accepted or what the process is. We've just inquired about it. And what do you think she's going to say when you tell her this? I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't know. Do you think the reaction... I guess I could ask her and report back. Do you think the reaction will be good or bad when you say, hey, we're going to chaperone your first ever dance where you may be dancing with a boy for the first time? I don't think it will be bad, but she'll be like, please don't come. That's bad. I would say that's bad. Or she might be like, oh, cool. I don't know, actually. Now that I really think about it, because she doesn't have any prior dance experience, I could just tell her, no, this is customary. (laughs) So here's in her mind, if she's just planning on dancing with her friends, she'll probably think it's okay if you guys come. But if she really wanted to dance with a boy for the first time. Like she's not into boys. She has crushes. Yeah, she's a celebrity crush on her lock screen. That's my point. But how do you know she doesn't have a crush on a boy at school? Well, well, I know there was this one boy. Okay, so that's my point. <laughs> she will th- she will not like it as much if she had a hope to dance with a boy. She won't care if she was just going to dance with her girlfriend. Well, she can absolutely dance with a boy. There just has to leave room for the exactly. whole Exactly. That's where you come in, exactly. Amy. Exactly. Oh. You're going to dance in the middle of them with your arms out holding them on each side. <laughs> yeah. You're going to, like, you get in between two walls and spread. That's Amy with a two. Okay, let us know what she says. Okay. Any chance she's listening to this now? No. Zero. Mm. Already in school? Um, she leaves for school at 6.50. Okay. She could be listening right now. How long take her to get to school? Oh, boy. She's not, because they don't listen. She rides with a Oh, she just people. doesn't listen. Yeah, like, she doesn't listen. Even if it's on, she's got, like, she'll have her earbuds in. Okay. She's not interested in How do you show. think she's going to react? Yes or no? Good or bad? Eddie? She's going to hate it. I think she's going to hate it. hate it. Lunchbox? Terrible. I mean, Amy, you're becoming the helicopter parent. Ray? Yeah, I do, it's a really bad decision. I think. <laughs> That's, I'm not trying to be helicopter. Morgan. I'm trying to be supportive. Yeah, it's bad. My parents never were chaperones. And it's okay if they need chaperones for a parent to step in and be a chaperone yeah. as needed. You're volunteering. <laughs> because I thought that's what parents did. <laughs> no. <laughs> I did not know that I wasn't going to have anybody on my yeah. side here. Okay, let's go to someone who may support I you. Scooter Steve. Yeah, I was thinking the whole time. I was like, I love my kids so much, and I want to be there for them as well, and I'd love to be a chaperone for the first oh dance. Oh, my God. And I think even if my, my mom was there, too, when I was a kid, it wouldn't bother me. You have a teammate. So I'm with you, Amy. Thank you. Okay. Um, let's, let's, let's stop this. If anyone wants to call us and they have something they want to add, we welcome it. <laughs> 877-77-BOBBY. That's our phone number. We're not hating on you. We're just being, we're just picturing ourselves as kids and our parents trying to come to an event. Okay. I know. I know. That's why I said I was that kid. And I I have that feeling, obviously, because I'm like, oh, no, I'm that parent. But I, but now I get it. No one's questioning your love for your daughter. Right, guys? Right. There's no, no right. question no, about no, no. that at all. None. Shoot Plus, we're methods. fun and we dance. No, no, no. You don't do that. Your parents are never no. as fun as they think they are. You are uh, fun. I don't but, know. Okay. I'm pretty fun. <laughs> Okay, here we go. This is Amy talking to her daughter. Do you even know what chaperoning means? I've seen chaperone on TV show. Okay, and it looks cool, right? I mean, they don't look happy. <laughs> okay. Who doesn't look happy, the kids or the parents? The kids. Yeah. She was referring to the kids not happy about their parents being there. Turns out your daughter already knew about this because she heard it on the show. Well, learned that right after <laughs> while we were recording. Do you want us to come or no? Well, when I heard about it, I was mad because I, 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 I was the last one to know y'all were doing it. Who did you hear about it from? from people in school. Oh, they Kids. heard about it on yes. the show? Okay, I'm sorry about that. Yeah. I, de- I definitely had to ask for forgiveness and say sorry. Because normally anything that's about them, I get their permission to talk about it. But this wasn't necessarily about her. It was about me chaperoning her dance. So <laughs> Still about her yeah. a little bit. I know, I know. Time. I could see how. I just didn't <laughs> expect it, in, it to get back to her in any way, so it's fine. 
if they need volunteers, we'll do parking lot stuff so we won't be inside. I don't really care. So you're fine with it? Yeah. So if we're there, you'll dance in front of us? Yes. Will you be fine if we start dancing? No. (laughs) (laughs) This is the first I've heard about the parking lot Mm -hmm. stuff, though. Yeah, well, I think I mentioned to you yesterday that I saw an email that said something like they need escorts out there. I think that's great. I would have no problem with you being a parking lot chaperone. Okay. Chaperone the Acura is all day long to come driving in there. (laughs) But did you hear she said we could come into the dance? You said, are you cool with it? Not would you prefer it? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And she said yes. Mm-hmm. She said that once the kids, like, obviously the clip, we, you know, we had a longer conversation, but she said that when the kids first started telling her, she said, she goes, I was in denial. <laughs> She's like, I thought no way my parents would do this to me. <laughs> she goes, but then I accepted it. <laughs> so, so that means a- she's cool with it. Not that she prefers it. Right. Yeah. So, and I mean, we're going to try to get an email back saying they would like for you to work. I don't know yet. After all this, like, who knows? They're probably going to be like... (laughs) We're good, lady. (laughs) We're good. We don't need y'all there. Good, lady. Yeah. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. A big announcement for Bobby this week. He finally announced his children's book with Stanley, his dog. And you can get all those details at bobbybones.com. You can pre-order it before it's officially released and get a signed copy. So... Just make sure when you go to bobbybones.com, you read that full article about Bobby's new kids book because it has in there the email that you're supposed to pre-order and and send your receipt to. But really cool, exciting news for him. You can also see a cover picture. All, All the good stuff is up there. But exciting news. You can hear Bobby announce it right now. Number one. Hey, let me say this. Here's my announcement that today I am announcing my kids book, uh, Stanley the Dog and His First Day of School. It is available now for pre-order, and we actually have the date on when it comes out, which is June 14th. And you might ask yourself, and you can ask me this too, why would you ever pre-order something? Go ahead. Why would you ever pre-order something? No idea. Sounds dumb. <laughs> Be honest with you. I, would, I never pre-order stuff. However... What I've been able to do through the the publisher is if you pre-order it, I, I can sign it and, and get you the book. Otherwise, I will not be able to. So, And I don't even know if you want a signature or not. But you can go to bobbybones.com. Morgan, it's up, right? It's up. It's Does ready. it have the price on there? It should be below $20. Yes, let me click through the link. And I'll read you what the book's about because I wanted to write a book. One, for kids because Eddie and I did the Raging Kitty It's album. And so many parents have just been like, hey, that was like wonderful messages. You didn't talk down to our kids. So I wanted to do a kid's book. I also wanted to do with animals and any money that we make in the first year of the book, we're donating to the animal shelter that we got Eller from. And then I wanted it to be about not fitting in and how to fit in. Like it's little parts of, of my life all through this. And so here's what it says. They wrote this somewhere and I can, it says, okay, true Stanley. There are plenty. Uh, let's see. They sent me like 10 paragraphs. Morgan, you tell me the price, and I will read you this when I find it. It's $18.99, so basically $19. Okay, I said, hey, need this to be less than 20 bucks. Nice. And so they're going to do that. Okay, here we go. Okay, okay, I got it, I got it. Stanley the dog, the first day of school, follows the irre- irrepressible antics of Stanley, who is anxious about his first day of school. With his stomach turning into tighter knots by the minute, Stanley's worried whether a bulldog like him will ever fit in with the other pups at school. He's never had to make new friends before, but when disaster strikes, Stanley realizes all he needs to do is be himself to save the day. (laughs) I love that. There you have it. 
Have you read these books? Take forever, by the way. Yeah, why? I finished this book over a year ago. I know it because I didn't draw. Oh yeah, somebody has to do. An that. illustrator has to draw, and then you have to okay every image, and then also illustrator got COVID at some point. Okay, and we that had makes to shut sense. it down for a bit. So okay, BobbyBones.com. If you want to pre-order, um, would love it. I'll sign it if you pre-order it. Very excited about this, and I believe that's it for that part. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. All right. That was a fun one, Ray. Thanks yeah. for hanging out with me. Yep. I mean, always a good time to, to hear uh, Ray's life growing up. Did not anticipate that you had a strict uh, a life growing up, though. That was the one I was not ready for. There you go. Things I, things I never expect to come out of Ray often do, though. So You need to be a therapist. I mean, we dug deep for that one. We got it out. <laughs> I always get the guys on here to talk about all of the things that have happened in their life because I don't also feel like guys get a chance to talk about that stuff very often either, though. Don't. We have all these bottled up emotions. You do. And you don't, you know, you don't get to discover some inner child moments. And I think it's so fun to hear you guys talk about it and recall memories. You have, like, Steve on here for two hours. Lunch probably comes on here for four hours. I mean, good gosh, these guys have got stuff to say. <laughs> People, talk about it with your wives and never bottle stuff up. Because some of these dudes on this show have been bottling stuff up for years. Wait, Ray, do you say you, you don't bottle stuff up? I don't think I do. Do you talk about everything with your wife? For the most part. You guys have some pretty good communication? Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there's really no reason to bottle stuff up. Then it's just like awkward. You're like, oh, does you, she know I'm hiding something? Are you are you one of those guys in the relationship that just like it comes out? It just always comes out, even if it's not the right time. You just it's just there. Uh, I mean, honestly, I think usually we both at the same time have a talk and then it's just over. We don't let it linger. And then like 30 minutes later, really like, sorry about that. She's like, sorry, sorry. So no big like arguments. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not on this earth to argue. You know what? Yeah. I think that's the wisest thing you've ever said. Every every night we argue about vaccines and Republican and Democrat. Every night. <laughs> are you are you being sarcastic? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> kidding. I I genuinely think you saying <laughs> I'm not on this earth to argue is genuinely the wisest thing you've ever said. Bam. I'm pretty impressed right now, Ray. We might need to put that on a Ram Bay design shirt. Oh boy. Okay, now now the moment's passed. Everything goes back to money. That's true. That's true. I just monetized it. All right. All right. On that on that wise note, Ray, let the people know where they can hear you and where they can find you. Yeah, Sore Losers Podcast. Would love if you guys give it a listen. Males, females, kids, adults. Uh, probably be over 12, though. I think so. But yeah, listen there. Sore Losers Podcast, wherever you listen to your stuff. And then also Sizen Ray Mundo. You can find me on Insta and Twitter. Yeah, he'll Hey-o. randomly post things. Not very often, but he randomly posts. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I don't do it for a job, but you do. I know. But you can't, it's like silence for like two weeks and then out of nowhere, it's like bam, bam, bam. I only do it to brag. Like if I don't have anything going on that I got to brag about, I'm like, oh, going to go completely silent right now. But then I have, if I'm in Aruba, boom, I'm bragging. Mexico, brag city. Well, and most Vegas, of the time you're sleeping. Get ready for some bragging. <laughs> oh, man. And I am at Webgirl Morgan on all the things. Of course, make sure you check out bobbybones.com for videos, photos, all the good stuff from this week. And at Bobby Bones Show, our social accounts. Ray, thanks again. Let's, let's give us out on a high note. You know what that means. Yeah! Bobby Bones. Bobby Bones Show.